We are live. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are doing well. Make sure we got the mic ready to go. I think we are good. Appreciate everybody for being here. I have a really great show for you guys tonight. Special guests, some topics. Um, it's going to be interesting. Let me get rid of this gum. Hold on. A little bit behind it. It's been a fantastic day. I didn't work today. Family day. Got some things accomplished. Ready for a busy week. I'll get into that in a moment. Um, Vibes are extremely high. Life is good. I have a, I have, I have a couple big announcements for you guys as well. Um, one is a really, really, really big life announcement. The other is going to be more of a DoorDash announcement. What I got going on this week, which some of you guys might have heard through a video, seen a community post. I'm going to get into that as well. Um, may I start off by getting a thumbs up in the chat so you guys can see and hear me, see and hear me, okay? And we'll get the show started. Uh, let's see, Dash Revenge, Tony, what up, old? What up, Tiffany? Forming content, Mr. Gig Work, what up, what up, what up? Let's see if Scooter Bud comes in with a thumbs up. Let's see, Rico Dash, what up, Jocelyn, what up, Nikki, what up, Daniel Hustle, what up, what up, Josh, Mad Dog, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are doing great. If you're out there in the gig economy right now, working Sunday night, hope you're making money, hope you're being safe, I hope you're being selective, I hope you're taking orders that work for you, and I hope you're making profits. We're going to get into that tonight, so. Let me break down what tonight's topic is going to be about. If you saw the thumbnail, we do have a gentleman named Gig Geezer. Go check out his channel. If you're watching on a replay, the you could uh, you could check out his link to his channel in the description box. And anybody feel free to put in a link to his channel in the live chat if you're a moderator. So Gig Geezer is somebody that's uh, what I consider an OG, original gangsta in the gig economy. He's going to be telling us what how he views DoorDash. I'm going to ask him some questions. What he thinks about like the, the DoorDash programs, how they affect in a positive or negative way gig drivers. Also, I'm going to see if he can open up a little bit and share a little bit about what he's got going on this year and some moves that he's been making over the last couple of months and enlighten, on you, enlighten you guys on how you might be able to take advantage of different types of apps, different ways of make money. He, in my opinion, is a true business minded individual and he's doing things on he's venturing off into avenues in his own regard. But there are some things that him and I, I think, completely we have disagreement about. Like we, I think we see DoorDash a little bit differently with certain things. We'll get into that today as well. So he's going to come on basically in about 20, we'll call it 27 minutes or so. So hang on for that. Um, consider hitting the thumbs up on this. Share the content. Let's get as many people in here tonight as we can for these conversations. Now, I also want to go over. I dropped a very impromptu. I don't ever make videos on Sundays except the lives. But something hit my DoorDash account today and they're doing a new verification where you take a picture of your ID, you take a selfie. They verify that it is you via the ID. And then that selfie AI, I guess, matches the pictures and makes sure that it's you. Now, Uber has been doing this for years and I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Right. So we'll talk about that a little bit. You can check the video out um, if you're here. Maybe you've already seen it. Um, we'll get into pride. Does a man and a woman's pride get in the way sometimes of you making money? I'm going to give you guys a couple scenarios, right? Whether it's you don't want to make a drink. Whether it's you don't like that a merchant is asking you to confirm a pickup. Maybe before you have the food, which we should not do. You shouldn't hit confirm before you actually have the bag. But business relationship and overall personality, personal skills will tell you, hey, if you're there for a reason, you want to make the money. It's a good order. Why allow that 
interaction allow you to make money, like stop you from making money? Is it our pride? Is it our egos? There's been many times where I've not wanted to make a drink and I leave. Typically, you know, when I have a bad interaction with the merchant, it's probably because I'm having a bad day already. And so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit as well, because I think we need to start, we need to be making money. And I think when our pride gets in the way, sometimes that hinders us. We're all guilty of it at on some level or another. So we'll get into that a little bit today as well. And I believe, what up, trader? Hit that like button, fam. Appreciate you, brother. Um, rolling with Reds in the house. We're going to talk a little bit about the gig wars that starts basically in just a few hours from now. Super excited. I'll give you guys a little bit of insight as to my game plan and what I got going on with that and why I'm doing it. Um, we're going to talk about Curbivore, which is a event I'll be at in a couple weeks, March 3rd in downtown LA. There's a lot to go over tonight, so just be ready. Now, let me give some shout outs first before I get into some of that stuff and before Gig Geezer comes on. I see my boy Hannibal. What's up? What's up? Inflated ego hurts everything. Everything, earning money and maintaining relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your bedtime, Pedro. Not my bedtime, Red. We got a live to do tonight. All right. Let me get this ticker going on the bottom for you guys. Appreciate you guys for being in here. Ending the week with your boy. Um, and uh, we're going to have a good show tonight. So let me see. Uh, let's get this ticker going at the bottom. Bam, bam. All right. Let me get some shout outs. Uh, Kualaha. Hello, hello. Delivering with Taz. What's up, brother? Good to see you again. Lucas, William, Eric. I see No Prince, San, Josh. I see Twin. What up? What up, Eric? Uh, TN. Always good to see you. I see Brian in the house. DDIS deliveries. I think we're going against each other this week. I love it. Twin Travelers. What up, Eric? Always good to see you, my brother. Daphne. What up? What up? So, what up, Ben? Uh, ben Thomas. Okay, get that van, Taz. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Animal House. What up? So, let's talk about the gig wars real quick. Um, there's a channel called Rolling with Red. Somebody. I also made a video the video that came out a couple hours ago has it has her tagged in it also you guys could please feel free to put a link in so she did something i saw for the first time a couple weeks ago they didn't do it this past week that i'm aware of and so it's, she, she, they call it gig war so it's basically gig economy drivers whatever apps you use besides rideshare if i'm not mistaken come together in the lives they chop it up they, they're talking about their earnings you know it's positive vibes over there everybody's motivating each other making a lot, a lot of money. I think collectively two weeks ago, they almost made 10 grand. It was crazy. I think the top earner made like 1,900, 2K. So I was invited and said, hey, I'd love to be a part of this. She invited me. I'm going to be doing it this week. And the week actually lines up for me really well. So I'm going to be going against me. See if I got the roster right. Red, let me know if I'm wrong. Rolling with Red, Josh B, uh, Delivery DDIS, Mr. Flex. You guys probably know him. He's... Him and Red are going to be tough to beat, I think. Uh, myself and, oh, I'm missing somebody. Drop the other person I'm missing. Sorry. No disrespect, but I'm missing somebody else, right? So we're going to be going going at this week, calling it the gig war. So my goal is $2,000 this week. I've never made that in a gig economy. But the following week, I'm not working. And I said, you know what? I could plan this out this week. I think I could hit 2K. I'm going to work six days. Five and a half, six days. I'm giving myself Sunday off, not working next Sunday. I don't work Sundays, but I'm going to work Saturday. I'm going to work a half. I'm gonna work. I got something going on Wednesday, so I'm going to work a little bit on Wednesday. I got other things I'm going to do. I'm still going to make content. I'm still going to see my kid, but I'm going to spend a little more time in the gig apps. And I'm doing it for two reasons. I want to challenge myself. One, I also want to see, let's say all the other ways that I make money go away. And that's possible. You know, things happen in life. Could I make good, good money and sustain my family with just DoorDash and Uber? I used to used to do that, right? I used to work six, seven days a week when I started this channel. I want to test myself and see. Plus, I think it's going to be fun. And another reason is 
I'm in a diamond zone. People give diamond zone. Some people don't like it. Some people like it. Some people don't. Technically, I'm a top, I was rewarded top dasher this past week. I believe it actually ends tonight because of some shop and pay deliveries. So I was able to dash now anytime this week. I don't. I think I'll probably get it again. I have no idea, but I think it will be interesting to go in and post really good numbers in a diamond zone with a high acceptance rate. And I think I think at this point, if I could do that. I think it will show people that DoorDash in some areas isn't as bad as they say, say, and all these apps are what you make it, the time and the effort you put in, right? So now, could I make this kind of money on most other weeks? Yeah, if I worked 80, 90 hours, I think it's actually really easy to do it, but I don't need to or want to do that. But this particular week, I'm going to put more time into the gig economy, right? And for the reasons I just mentioned, right? And I kind of liken it to, I think a lot of people will say, well, yeah, you could always make good money if you give it all your time. Well, if anything is important and if you're a competitive person, you're somebody that wants to have, a, if you have a goal in mind, or if you're somebody that needs to make $2,000 with DoorDash for whatever reason, your car payment, you're going to get evicted, like something's going on in your life and you need two grand cash money. I'm going to show you that that, that could be possible. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, do, do you, might, you might need to work 80 hours that week. You got bills to pay. You got to do what you got to do, right? And that's a positive about the gig economy is that the amount you could make could be almost not endless, but you could make a good amount in a week if you put forth the time and the effort. The same way that if you want to get really good at a sport, if you want to kill this project you got going on at school, when something's important to you, you put the time and the effort. You wake up early to study. You wake up early to train long nights studying for that exam at your university because you want to have a positive result. You want to reach your goal. That's exactly what I'm going to do this week. I feel extremely confident that I will make $2,000 because of my mindset, my hustle, and I have a pretty good market. And I think a lot of people are saying I can't do it. I think you guys are going to be surprised at what I can do in St. Louis market when you put a little bit of little bit of oomph into your step. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be happening. Appreciate that. Appreciate all y'all. Um, let's see, let's see, let's check the chat out real quick. Um, and for, are you dash now ends tonight? Sweet. I think it might roll in red, but I got a way around that. I'm really not worried about it. That would be, a, it would put me at a slight disadvantage, but I think I'm probably going to get it again. And if not, I'll schedule, not, not concerned. Uh, Necromid 19. Okay. So, so we got that going on. We got gig geezer coming on in about 19 minutes or so, and we're going to have a good show tonight. So. I do have a couple other announcements. I, I did mention earlier in this week and in earlier in this live, I will be at Curbivore. It's an event in downtown LA put on by the Rideshare Guy and many other people of his connections. It's basically, it's March 3rd. It's an all day event. Um, there's a special event after the event as well. So it's like day and a half kind of, and it's, it, what, I, what the best way I can say is like movers and shakers in the gig economy, CEOs of certain companies, you can check out the Curbivore website for all the listed speakers, uh, mobility app people, um, autonomous vehicles, like electrical vehicles, like all these kind of, you know, restaurants, merchants will be there. Like it's going to be a lot of industry people. Obviously, most of them are going to be from the, the West Coast. Right. And I've been asked to come out to do kind of like a lunch, a lunch with a fellow driver, basically, because a lot of people that will be at the event will be uh, business type people. It's not going to be everyday folks like you and I. But. We have a special link. You guys could come to that event for five bucks, free beverages, free lunch. So it does cost five dollars to come if you want to come and have lunch with me and meet a lot of awesome people. But you're getting free lunch. You're getting free beverages. You're getting some swag. 
courtesy of Solo. Like, there's going to be a lot going on at this event. Super humbled and honored to be coming out there. We will also have a special guest uh, there as well. I think I'm going to mention that later this week. I want to talk to them first and make sure they're cool with it. I'm sure they are. I'll talk about that this week as well. So super excited to be doing that. Never been to the West Coast. Never been as far west as Kansas City. So I think it's going to be amazing. Really looking forward to that. Now, um, I got one other special announcement I want to say now because it's something that's been on my mind for a couple of weeks. But I want to just kind of hold off on sharing with you guys. As you know, I share a lot of things with y'all, right? Part of the channel is I share my day with the gig economy. But if something else is going on, like I just film my day. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a bad mood. Like it's a vlog style. The reason I have the channel set up the way it is, is 830. It's like a TV show. Like you come on, you check out, see how my day was. Was it good? Was it bad? Was I petty? Was I ignorant? Was I nice? Was I crump? Was I grumpy? How were the merchants? Did I make good money? Did I make crap money? It's just an episode. That's what this vlog style is on YouTube for me. And it's also showing you how I use the gig economy to make money doing other things and how it works for me. And you guys have seen the evolution of the channel and the money I've made and just all that kind of stuff. So I think it's great. So I say that because um, I share personal things with you guys. You guys know I have a daughter. You know, you've seen her on some of the videos. You get Madison. And, you know, I talk about other things that are going on. Well, I have some exciting, really, really big news. So let me just before I gear, gear up and say this, um, I want to say that. Let me let me preface it by saying this. OK, and Geezer's coming in shortly, so don't worry. The, the main highlight of the show is coming. But I want to share this with you guys because it's super important to me. A couple of months back, I decided like, OK, 2023, I, I call it like leveling up. I'm going to really, really do even more in 2023 and really challenge myself, challenge you guys, have a, more of a positive mindset. Because when I started this channel, I started off with very positive. And then you do gig work long enough. It's like, man, they're doing some shady stuff. And we'll get into that with Giza tonight a little bit, I think. And then you start, I started getting a little more negative and I'm calling customers clowns, which is true sometimes. And I just felt like I was getting not who I wanted to be. And so I said when back in about October, November, I said 2023 is going to be my year. I'm going to go for a lot of different things. I'm going to have lofty goals for myself, but I'm going to be positive because these are first world problems. Even some of the things Geezer and I will talk about tonight, the things I complain about, first world problems. We, you, All of us usually have it pretty good. It's my opinion, okay? Everybody has their own opinion on that. But like, this year has been so great for me. We're only not even, what, two months hasn't been over. And I've just been having a fantastic start to my year for many different reasons, other things that you guys don't even know about that are happening behind the scenes. So Madison and I, are expecting our second child in September 16th, I think is her due date. So I'm super excited to be a father for the third time. I'm sharing that with you guys because I'm going to be talking about it here and there. You, you know, I'm going to be mentioning it. I wanted to share it with you guys first because you guys that come on the live show on Sundays give me so much energy. I start and I start my new week and end the old week with you guys. I love the live chat, the community that we built here. I know that you guys ask about Ruby sometimes. If you're new here, you might not even know about Ruby, but now you're you know, I'm going to be a father for the third time was not was not planned for this year to have that happen. But the world works in mysterious ways. This is a blessing. Um, I, I, you know, at first I didn't know how to think about it, but I'm more I couldn't be more happy. And for me, I believe my mindset and how I've been attacking this year, the people I've surrounded myself with, the people that I have distanced myself from has allowed me to have these all these great things happen. I do not think it's coincidence. I do not believe in coincidences, actually, not when it's major life things like this. These are I am I am the luckiest man like and I say that I know that's super cliche, but like 
I am. And I think some of you guys see that every day. I work really hard at doing certain things. I take a lot of pride in this channel that I have, the friendships that I have from it. My girlfriend is an amazing human being. She's an unbelievable mom. We're going to have a second kid. And I could not be happier. Like, it's just I'm at a time right now. And I know 2023 will offer some bumps in the road. Things will happen. Like, I get that. But this is just even fueling me even more. Right. Like, it's it's this this year is going to be going to continue to be a great year for me personally, business wise, monetarily, relationship wise. And um, it's amazing. I wanted to share that with y'all because it's a big thing. And I share a lot of things with you guys. I don't share everything, but something like that, I felt like I wanted to share with you guys. So I'm not reading the chat, but I'm sure there's a lot of congratulations in there. Appreciate y'all so much. Um, if anything else, this just shows me that positivity always wins, man. It just does. Um, I, I really believe that. Right. And we got to keep it real. We have to be realistic. But a lot of us do this gig economy and like it's not as bad as I think most of us paint it out to be. I just don't. I think it allows us to pay the bills, provide for our families, save money, whatever that is for you. But it's also not for everybody. And we'll get into that a little bit with Geezer in uh, just about 10 minutes here. So let me read some of the chat, give some shout outs here. Uh, the Driven Mom, what up, Giggity? What up? What up, uh, Steve? What's up, man? Congrats. Yeah, thanks, man. I told her I was going to tell everybody today. We just got done telling family and all that kind of stuff. She's only uh, almost 13 weeks. So, Stealing Team, what up, Ray? What up, Raider? Nomadic, what up? Delivering with Ellen. Thank you very much. Rolling with Red. Um, Jocelyn, Chrissy, appreciate all the well wishes for y'all. Yogi, what up? What up, Mary? What up, Jenny? Twin Travelers, DDIS. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks. If you would have told if, if you would have told me, so my I got a 19-month-old, right? If you would have told me two years ago that I'd be... I would have had two kids. I would have laughed in your face. But life works in mysterious ways. And when you are ready to receive certain things and when you are ready, like as a man to do certain, you know, I would two years ago. I wasn't in that place to receive that kind of stuff. Red, appreciate that. Oh, my God. Not necessary. But thank you very much. Uh, Roland Red, congrats. Thank you. Appreciate that. My boy Hannibal coming through says congrats but now you need more <laughs> meet the dreads. listen we ain't getting there bro we ain't getting there we ain't getting there we ain't getting there and i was gonna tell hannibal like this past week and i was like oh man i don't know what because hannibal hannibal and i are like friends like not this is it's beyond youtube and him and i like we're friend friends consider him a very good friend but i was like nah i'll just surprise him because he he'll understand that so um appreciate everybody thank y'all very much okay so um let me go ahead i'm not gonna make i don't want to wait i don't i don't want to wait for you i don't want to make gig geezer wait anymore so we're going to bring him in in just a couple minutes i see he's in the backstage if you want to give me a thumbs up when you, if you're ready that way um awesome i see you cool 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 so we're going to bring gig geezer in i want him to what's up right sure hustler um yeah me too man I've, I've been wanting to have gig geezer on for about a month now and i'm glad he's giving us some of his time so without further ado i'm going to put the headphones on we'll start a little bit early because why not piece of that <laughs> y'all y'all wild all right so um i want gig geezer to kind of tell us a little bit about himself so i'll bring him on and if you don't if you're not familiar with gig geezer i'm gonna kind of let him give an intro to his channel how long he's been doing it like what you know what his uh kind of motives are like what's important to him we'll, we'll start with that and then we'll get into some questions and just have a good conversation uh gig giggity appreciate that man let me throw this up there real quick gig giggity you've been rocking with me since day one man appreciate that Big Bobby Pedro. Yeah, man. It's, it's I'm listening. I'm a little nervous because, you know, another kid's another kid. But like this is just going to make me want to grind even more and make sure my family's set up and really start focusing 
and I'm already a very focused individual, but it's just amazing, man. Legacy. I talked about legacy a couple months back, about a month or so, like what's important to me? Why do I do what I do? It's because I want to be able to look back as an older man, look at my family and make sure, you know, have these beautiful people around me that are happy and healthy and I could help them in endeavors that they want. So it's, I'm blessed. I'm lucky, man. All right. So let's go ahead and what up, Henry? Let's go ahead and bring in Geezer. Let me just go ahead and put this on here. One second. All right. Without further ado. Yeah, Geezer, how you doing? Hey, Pedro. And uh, congratulations to you and Miss Madison. Y'all second one together and your third overall. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I have a 20, I have a 21 year old, if you can believe that. So well, my my daughter, uh, she just turned 25. Oh wow. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's being a dad, you know, you know how it is. We ain't got to talk about that. Too oh, much, yeah. Right? oh yeah. Oh so yeah. So I, I I want to, I think many of the people that are here know about your channel and some might not, right? So if you first of all, I'd like you to introduce yourself. What kind of videos do you make? How long have you been in the gig economy? Like what's important to you? Like just give us a little bit about gig geezer. What, what do you want the people to know about you? Well, I am my name Inwood Lane. Uh and most people know of me as the gig geezer. Hey Red. Um, I have had this gig geezer channel up since October, 2021. I have been active in the gig economy since September, 2016, starting with Uber and then adding Lyft Mm -hmm. and then adding Roadie in October, 2018. And since 2019, I've been adding apps to my repertoire ever since. Among the first in 2019 that I added were the former Postmate and DoorDash. Mm-hmm. So I've been active on the DoorDash app since 2019. Now, um, why did I come up with this channel? Mm-hmm. Well, I started looking at other channels because I was struggling with the DoorDash app at one time. In fact, I've shared this on a few past or early gig user um, uploads in which I had a 2.33 rating after my first three completed deliveries on DoorDash. Really? I struggled. Yeah, it wow. I, it took me about 500 completed deliveries on that app before I kind of figured it out. And my rating did not get over 4.50 until over 500 deliveries. Wow. And so, yeah, so I was looking for ways to try to improve my rating more than mm-hmm. anything else. And I got discouraged and mm-hmm. I stayed away from the app for about six months. So... My goal it was has been to try to show folks um, how they can make the money as I've been making and others are making in the, in the gig economy. Mm-hmm. Since my emphasis has always been on multi-apping, working multiple apps and stacking multiple orders across multiple apps. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think that I've I've done that. Yes, I have differing op- opinions on how things may be done or or one's approach to things. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, and we'll get, uh, you know, we'll yeah. definitely get into some of that. We'll ask mm-hmm. some questions. And I think, you know, for me, you being in this space, as long as you have, I definitely think you could obviously teach a majority, 99% of us something. Cause you've been doing it longer than probably 99% of us, definitely longer than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I definitely want to also get into the Malta apping and, you know, right. cause I've done a little bit of that. I want to, I want to pick your brain and what does that mean mm-hmm. to you? Um, mm-hmm. But interesting. So, so you started with Uber, though. That was the first one. Yeah, Yeah, I started a ride share. In fact, uh, uh, the whole reason why I got I got into the gig economy simply because uh, my daughter was going into her second year of undergrad work mm-hmm. and uh, my trying to do things as an insurance agent just wasn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for some way or means to help to to help with helping her helping her 
and also mm -hmm. with the family situation and all. And I happened to see, uh, well, first of all, what had happened was my sister came out to visit me at the beginning or beginning of September 2016. And can you remind us what, what market are you in as well? I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Got it. So it's not the, it's not a big time metropolitan area. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So she, she calls me up saying, Hey, I'm coming out to, I'm coming out to Columbia. And, uh, I told her, well, uh, when you come in and I said, I'll pick you up. And she says, no, I'll take a Uber. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I thought that I, I didn't know that there was a Uber cab company here in yeah. Columbia. Yeah. And so I kind of let that pass. I said, look, I'll be there to pick you up. And then, uh, a couple of weeks later, uh, I happen to see like on indeed or some of the other old job boards and all it says, average $25 an hour Uber. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I got to looking into it and I saw where people were making anywhere between 22 and $28 an hour on the app. Mm -hmm. And mid September, like on a Tuesday, I sent them my information by that Friday. I was active on the app. Wow. Mm hmm. That's fast for a ride share. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's so yeah. many, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think with, well, with DoorDash, we get on real quick, but sometimes with the ride share, it might take longer. But you said this is 2015. Is that correct? 2016. 2016. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 2015 was the golden era. 2014, yeah. 2015, at least in my state, was what I understood was the golden era. That's when people really was making money. I mean, oh, it was yeah. highly conceivable people make a grand Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's crazy. And, yeah. And drivers before me, at least when they, you know, when they got on in 2014, 2015, and maybe early 2016, mm -hmm. they were getting 80% of the fare. Yeah, I came changed in at, drastically now. Yeah, that's what I understand. I came in at 75%. And since mm -hmm. then, those numbers have, have gone, down, gone down to where it, it's, it's kind of shameful. Well, it's one, almost one, flipped. It's almost like it used to be 80-20 for the driver. Now it's 80-20 for the company, it seems like. You probably, yeah. yeah. And I'll give you a good example of, of that type of a split. Um, I showed two examples on my upload some time back. Um, one was my longest uh, Uber ride, which is from the Columbia Airport to the Air Atlanta Airport, three hours, mm -hmm. uh, about 180 miles, 180, 200 miles. But anyway, mm -hmm. the fare was $240. My cut was 180. And mm -hmm. at the time, drivers were not tipped on the Uber app. Yeah, they didn't even have that option when they started. I remember. No. That. Yeah. And then a year later, uh, I had a lift ride that went from the Columbia train station. We were supposed to go to Jacksonville, but then it was shortened to Brunswick, Georgia. So that's southeast Georgia, about less than about less than let's say about 30, 35 minutes from Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. The fare itself was like 200 plus 280, somewhere around there. My cut was 201. And the boyfriend tipped me another 20. So 221 yeah. was what I made. And that was yeah. on the 75% split. Yeah. Man, times have changed. You know, I think a rideshare drivers can still make money, but it's a lot harder. A lot of these drivers, from what I understand, are having to spend more time out, more fuel, right? Uh, their costs are up. You know, I, I started with rideshare before I did DoorDash and so I did Postmates for a little while. I know you mentioned that as well. I started with rideshare because I was a rideshare passenger and then I had a bill I wanted to pay. I was like, you know what? I, I could do rideshare like after work. I had a W-2 at the time. I could do it after work for a couple hours. And then on one of my days off, I'll do it for eight hours and I could pay for this bill. Right. Mm -hmm. Without having to dip into anything else. And I became really I became quickly addicted to it. Like I love the rideshare. I really like pick, picking people up. I like the rush of it. 
and the money was really good. But even in the beginning, I didn't even know what I was doing. You know, I was right. taking almost every ride. It was like sending me all over the place. And then you got all mm-hmm. these empty miles. And then you kind of become good at it. But like right now, I mean, it's 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 harder to make a buck in the ride share game. Right. At least in well, ways, you know? what helped me, in fact, what I found out was a lot of the drivers whom I would run into at the airport, because that was like my favorite hangout to start. A lot of the drivers early on were former cab drivers. And I myself hustled as a cab driver as a poor college student back home in Houston. Mm-hmm. And so those cab driving instincts came back to me over oh, yeah. uh, almost 30 years later. Bet, and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so from I already knew, I already just knew from that past experience what type of rides to look for and all, mm-hmm, or at mm-hmm. least what type of rides to accept. Well, and, and, and probably how, how to, to handle certain situations and how to mm-hmm. look out for yourself and, you know, give right. that good service, but then also know, Hey, I, I probably shouldn't be picking up this person in this neighborhood yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, OG, yeah. You know, taxi, taxi cab drivers, like that's a whole nother living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can only imagine, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and one of the things that I always talked to, I've talked about from rideshare even to gig food delivery work is that, uh, now, what you can you, there's a couple ways to look at it. Is when you work a gig delivery app or rideshare, you're going to eventually learn your market geographically. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn areas that you never thought you'd ever see would ever see. For sure. But that yeah. said, I've always said know your market geographically. Not so much as about the restaurants and all that stuff, but knowing your market geographically. Because if you know how to get around, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna um, make yourself more efficient with in mm. terms of how you can go about your strategy of making your money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes those navigations, whether it's in-app, might not be accurate yes. or, you know, yes. certain railroad tracks you don't want to go to and certain yes. stoplights that are long and this and that and traffic patterns. Or there's, there's a school here, so there's going to be a hell of school mm-hmm. buses at 315. So I'm right. not even going to take that order because it's going to take me 30 minutes. Like I think knowing that kind of stuff is like the difference for me between like making okay money you're making really good money like the, right. those kind of details and knowing where to be and how to travel and uh stuff like that so uh, let me get into a couple questions because i got a couple questions for y'all for you and i love to get the chats kind of perspective on this i think we have a lot of people that come to this channel and many channels whether it's geezers or mine and they work the apps really differently right and i think some people that work the apps in certain ways aren't really making profits i really believe that and that's no shade that's to right. them but i feel and I've, I've said this many times i think there's a high percentage of drivers that think they're making money but they're really not digging into the numbers and they're really not making what they think and then right. i think there's a smaller percentage of us that are making you know decent living whatever whatever that means for you mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. they're making good profits and they're adapting they're trying things out they're you know trying different apps like you and they're just trying to figure out how do I stay relevant in this game in 2023? Cause it's a lot has changed. I think in just the last couple of years, at least for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one thing I want to ask, cause I know you have a lot of videos, you know, me, I've, I've, I'm in a diamond zone. I'm testing things out. I'm trying, <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to, you know, uh-huh. I'm trying different things out mostly for my, well, partly for my audience. Cause I want them to have actual information. I want them to, you know, versus just having like, Hey, this is trash. Well, do we know if it's trash? Like, let's actually try something out, right? I did the earn by time, got a lot of shit mm-hmm. for that, right? From a lot mm-hmm. of people, right? Even though I posted good results, people still didn't like it. Well, I even but, tossed some shit at you too, because- I Oh, mean, I know you I, did. I, and I'm, I'm good with that because, <laughs> I, you know, when, when somebody like you does it, I know it comes from a place like, of, it comes from a little bit of respect, but then I also have respect for you just because you've been doing this a lot longer than me. So well, obviously thanks. I don't, you know, I, I don't know as much as you when it comes to the gig apps. I just don't. 
right? Because well, I don't, I don't claim I don't claim to know I don't claim to know everything either. I don't, but yeah, at the same time, yeah. but at the same time, um, I, I like to think that I have tried to maximize whatever I'm going to do. Yeah, and I've tried to, and if I make that mistake, I try not to make that same mistake again, or the second time, but the third time, definitely not try to make that mistake the third time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that. So the, this is the first question I have for you. Right. And I don't do a All lot right. of scripted questions and I, I know no, far away, far away, man, far away. You ain't got, so you ain't got to do it. What are your, what are your thoughts when you, when you see DoorDash in the programs, whether it's earned by time, whether it's diamond zone, top dasher, I think those are the three that most people have issues with. Cause I think like the pizza program makes sense to me. Large order program. I'm not even on it, but Hey, I get it. That's cool. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's shop and pay orders. That's a, Mm -hmm. That's you know those are all those are fine. Okay. But for me, when when you hear "Earn by Time," "Diamond Zone," "Top Dasher," what do you say? What do you say to those programs? That do I think they're a joke and a scam. All they are is just an, is just a, a mind game to make to get people into taking more orders. And I've not changed from that. I've shown time and time and time again how this is all a mind game. And if you want to go along with it, fine. But I think that when you allow DoorDash to basically muddy the definition of an independent contractor. And they will say in their agreement that you are not a DoorDash employee. They say that both, at least the uh, as of January, 2022, you're not a DoorDash employee, but you can, you can accept or decline any order. If you can do all that, why is it that they're coming up with these, these, these gimmicks to make you accept all the orders? Because in order to be on those, in order to remain qualified for those, you've got to accept a high percentage of orders. Mm -hmm. And so the only people that I know that are obligated to accept a high percentage of orders are employees. And so when you when you go along with that, you are performing the role of a, of a DoorDash employee. And Tony Zhu thanks you from the bottom, bottom of his wallet. <laughs> I know. I've seen you say that a few times. I also like the word when you use thirsty. I think I saw that a couple thirsty. months back. I was like, that's yes. fucking, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, fucking I, I, thirsty. Yes, you're a fucking I, thirsty. <laughs> I've used that word in different contexts. But when I heard it in the gigi, I was like, nobody's ever said that before. Like, who's this old guy talking about thirsty? Like, he don't even know what that means. But I love it. I love it. Like, I really, really. Well, like I, 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 have, think it makes I have, sense. I get it. I'm known for having said that doing Amazon Flex. Okay? okay. And what it is, is you got these fucking thirsties. that will take those blocks at $54 for three hours without allowing them to mature and, and increase in value. Right. And they just grab at them and they got no yeah. shame about it. They do well, they look it's at fine. the dollar, they look at the total dollar, but they're not looking at the time or maybe the mileage or and that's saying? the yeah. same thing with DoorDash and all these other apps. All you see, or you think you're obligated to accept that order, or you see ten dollars, but you don't see that it's a stacked order and it may be yeah. going 18 miles. So mm -hmm. if you go ahead with that and you got yeah, no shame trash. about it, that's trash. No, that's and that's, you're that's, and you are a thirsty. And yep. the only people who complain about not making money are those who don't make money. Yeah, I think that this is so let me share my experience, because I think if somebody would have asked me the same question, I just asked you, what do you think about this program? Because I've got countless videos bashing top top dashers a scam. I did a video just two months ago. Earn by time scam. Don't do it. It's trash. You're going to take all the trash. I have those videos and I've said that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I, I kind of took a step back and said, OK, hold on. Let me look at this. Like, let me actually try it. Right. So I did the earn by time and I had good results. Like I was I had good results, but I don't like the earn by time as much as I do as far as the diamond only because earn by time. You literally don't know what it's paying you like it's right. it's, it's you don't know at all. 
and it's mm-hmm. it's bad. So it's it's a true gamble, but I have seen good results with it. So it's kind of like you know overall, I think it's not a positive program mm-hmm. because it's designed to keep you guessing, and I think that's that's bullshit. It's that's bad. Well, and that's Doordash's game. Have to do yeah. that. It, it is. That's it Doordash's is. game. But and I will say they, this: if the results are there, if somebody does earn by time, and they're making thirty bucks an hour, who cares? Right. That's well. You know yeah, I don't. I don't knock the person. I don't knock yeah. really the person. I will knock how they go about doing things. Okay. Yeah. And if you feel that it works for you, fine. And I've often and I've often qualified what I say by saying that if you now if you if I um, how would I say okay if I chose to uh, make DoorDash my only option or if DoorDash was ever my only option then i may have a different conversation altogether i may be saying how great this is and that is or i may be emphasizing that maybe you should have the higher acceptance rate but because i go about things completely different acceptance rate does not matter to me and i have shown how acceptance rate doesn't matter i've also shown in in a greater scheme of things in fact this week where someone who has been advocating the mining for um, carbon crystals Mm-hmm. I've shown on a common unit per order, dollar per order earned, how I, how my numbers are almost twice as much as what this other person's is. I saw, I did see that. I did see that. And you're talking, I believe, about uh, DoorDash Revolution. Am I right in saying that? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just yeah. one example. That's just one example. But I'm certain yeah. that if I were to show, my, if I were to compare my numbers to yours, my numbers would be higher than yours. Maybe. I'm I, sure. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've. Oh. You're are you averaging almost twenty dollars per order completed? No, okay. You're talking about just with DoorDash? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Your your average per order is definitely gonna be probably twice as mine. Um for okay. sure. And, but and because I, I think I want to go I want to go back to something you just said because I think I appreciate what you just said. You mentioned, well, if I only had DoorDash, mm-hmm. you would be look you might be looking at it differently. And I think that that's a fair thing to say because I, I realize somebody like me, I have three apps. I have Instacart. Uber Eats, Uber Rideshare, the same thing for me. It's one app mm-hmm. and, and DoorDash. That's it. So like, mm-hmm. that's all I, I got no Spark. I got no Delivered app. I got no Delivered. I got no Roadie. I got no Curry. Right. Those are the mm-hmm. other ones I can think of off the top of my head. But obviously you, you've got a lot of other things going on. And we'll get into that box truck stuff you got going on. We'll get into that in a little bit too, hopefully. But I understand for you, when you look at the app, you're looking at it as a completely different opportunity than somebody like me. And of the vast majority of people that I think do DoorDash, right? You know, mm-hmm. most people that do the gig economy as far as food delivery are on DoorDash. Like the numbers are crazy versus some of the other apps that you might have or others might have. But I think it's I think it's fair that you said, well, if I only had this, I might be looking at it differently. Because I think also you you could look at DoorDash and say, hey, my acceptance rate doesn't matter. And it clearly it doesn't for you because you've got that LOP. Plus, you got a low acceptance rate, but you're seeing 20 30 $40 orders. It seems like on a pretty regular basis, right? And mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I see my it share. seems like I see it my seems share. like you, yeah, you probably what do you get maybe a dozen of those a week? I don't know, based on the community posts. Uh, it like depends, it depends, it depends. I mean, like last night, I actually got a stacked, um, stacked large orders, never had that happen. One paid 38, one paid 36, and then after that, the next accepted order was another stacked order. Was it on now, DoorDash that, or Uber? Yeah, DoorDash, DoorDash. Okay, yeah. Now, Uber Eats, I've had a pretty good run of or Uber Eats orders where I've gotten like I had my last order last night was a stack for 26 2672, but mm-hmm. then um like Friday night I had one that was for 2701 that took me home. So I've had mm-hmm. more than my share and I'm averaging about $15 an order, completed order on 
Uber Eats as well. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's not accepting all the orders as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, someone could say, well, that's your market. Well, it, it may be. But my market is well, not St. Louis. Yeah. My market ain't St. Louis. My yeah. market ain't Charlotte. And I promise you, you come here, you will have to work for it. Do you think that so when you you obviously do a lot less recent because I've been doing DoorDash more recent in the last six weeks than ever before, really, because I'm trying things out, trying to make different content, showing people what's what's really happening out here. Like because in 2022, I just had a, an opinion about a lot. And sometimes I was right. Sometimes I was wrong. Now I'm just trying to say, OK, let's just turn the app on. Let me show you all what's going on in St. Louis. Right. And then you make your own, you know, people make up their own minds as they want. Right. Mm-hmm. But do you obviously you're doing a lot less DoorDash than me. Right. So your acceptance rates lower, but you're seeing good orders. Now you're filling in with other apps, obviously. So if That's, you're going yeah. out and you're making 200 bucks or whatever it is for you, you can do maybe, you know, $50 in one day with DoorDash. You did two big orders and then you're doing some this, some Instacart, some mm-hmm. Spark, maybe a Curry or Roadie. Mm-hmm. So you're mixing in a mm-hmm. lot of other apps, you know? Right. Um, what do you say, like somebody like me, I, I worked two apps, made 400 bucks the other day in 13 hours. I feel like that's pretty good. And mm-hmm. 380 of it was DoorDash. Or actually, it was actually yeah, 360. 360 was DoorDash. That's no, a good I've, day. That's a good yeah, day. It's a, it is. I mean, it will be the equivalent. It's 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 um, proportional to what I do. I mean, I put in anywhere between yeah. when I go out on a full day, anywhere between six and eight hours. And I'm okay. averaging I'm averaging somewhere. I don't have an exact number, but I can tell you that it is anywhere between 225 and 250 a day. Mm-hmm. And your max is eight hours. 90 percent of the time, eight hours. Yeah, yeah. that's fan- that's a great day. I mean, mm-hmm. and for you, I think obviously, if could let me ask you this: Could you do you think you could do that right now? If you had to work eight hours tomorrow, do you think you can make two hundred bucks with DoorDash? Just on DoorDash alone? That's it. Yeah. Do you think you could, or you think you couldn't? In eight hours? Yeah. Oh hell no! Hell no! You couldn't? No. 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 Because because because, because in your market, there's just not enough good orders. And, well, is the hypersaturation and probably the acceptance rate would, would come back and, and bite me in the ass. You think so? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, that's my guess. But and, yeah. but I'm at a point where I'm not going to try to take a pay cut to, f- to try to find that to out. To find out. I, no, no. You know what? And that's I'm, I'm glad you said that because somebody like me, I get people telling me, well, why are you doing it? I can afford to take a pay cut. On, on, a, on a, for a week or two, because I'm, you know, I have the YouTube, I have some things. So for me, it's like, let me test some things out. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, then great. I, I still make money. So for me, it's like, I'm going to guinea pig it a little bit. And I'll, when I did the earn by time for that two weeks, I was shocked. I expected mm-hmm. to make, I thought I was going to make about 18 to 20 bucks an hour on average. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought I was going to work, you know, and make like a hundred, 120 bucks a day versus making my 150, which is kind of my goal from mm-hmm. normal days you know not, lately it's been more because i've give the apps more of my time but i was surprised like i was surprised that it actually I only had one bad day out of like eight or nine that i worked and i was shocked mm-hmm. and i'm not going to go back and do it because i you know i'm just not going to gamble i'd gambled for a couple weeks i didn't love how it felt all the time so i'm like i'm not going to do right. that anymore made a couple videos people can now do what they want but i mm-hmm. think it's you know for me you mentioned you don't know if you could do it because of your acceptance rate and that's why for me like i'm in a diamond zone and at some point, I'm going to tank my AR like on purpose. I'll probably do a live stream well, on a Sunday where I'll literally decline 50 orders in a row. It'll go down to 20 percent. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go out that Monday and see what offers are sent to me. And I'll try it for a week or two to kind of see like, OK, like what's really happening out here? Am I still going to see good orders or are they going to send me all trash? So I'm going to try that. But for me, like I said, 
they gave me the chance to reset it. I reset my AR. And then, you know, right now I'm at 63%. It's been fluctuating between basically 71 and 50 the last like month or so. And I've seen the same type of offers in that range. But I almost feel like, and I could be wrong. This could be DoorDash manipulating me, as you said. It could be a scam. I feel like I see pretty decent orders. I was very, on Friday, I well, didn't see a lot is, of trash, it, you know. Now, you here's one other, now, a couple of things before, well, let's go back. This past weekend, I, in fact, I put up a post. I'm thinking that folk are starting to get their tax money. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so they're spending a little more money right now. So this is yeah. money season for us. That's mm -hmm. I, I would like to think that it's money season. And hopefully I'm proven correct over the next few weeks. So that I think that it that may um, explain why we have seen some good orders this weekend in particular. And I think that's everywhere. But with respect to um, the uh, carbon crystal um, zone yeah. and all, I'm in one as well. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. I, I'm in one. Yeah, we saw it back during the summer, and they yeah. hadn't changed it. But uh, again, my contention is that I'm really more the advocate for the independent, the true independent contractor, the true hustler, the true self-employed business person. Mm -hmm. And as what you mentioned, there are people out here who think that they are doing the work of an independent contractor or self-employed business person or in business for themselves, and they're really not. Yeah. Because first of all, they have a W two mindset. They have a oh, w I think mindset. I think a high majority of people that do this work do it very part time, short time, and they have a W two mindset. I, I've seen a lot and heard a lot of people use the phrase like, "Well, I got to clock in for my shift." What the fuck, clock in? <laughs> what are you talking about, clock in? Like I almost like it, it, you don't have to clock in. You're not clocking in. You're not. You know, well, or I, I work for DoorDash. And they and like you don't work for DoorDash, you know. So I think there's a lot of that. I do agree. With that. The other thing is when you you when you talk of dollars per hour. Now uh, I've had been in a conversation with some folk um, about that though, but this is just my my opinion. Okay, mm -hmm. when you use dollar per hour, when you talk in terms of dollar per hour, an employer is going to offer a job to you based on in some cases dollar per hour, yeah. but also they're going to use that against you. When you're in business for yourself, you're thinking about first what you're going to make each day or each yeah. week or each month. Yeah. That's what a business per person thinks of. They're not thinking per hour. So, and the other thing is that when you're a business, when you're in business for yourself, you don't know what you're going to make each day, but sure. you go out there with an expectation of what you can make or what you yeah. should make. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I think I definitely use that monetary amount per hour a lot. And I think for me, I use it because it's an easier way to gauge, at least for my audience to look at it like, OK, this could be done. At, you know, because I think a lot of us still might and you might call it the employee mindset. But I think that's a reality for a lot of drivers, actually. Yeah, right? it, it could it could very well be. But I guess, yeah. you know, me, I, I I have been basically in some form of business for myself over the last 20 years. Right. So yeah. I have made that transition from my former my former formal background of being a newspaper reporter where you were paid. Well, when I first started out, it was well, always been you're paid per week. Okay. So a weekly salary. And so you would talk what your salary is per week or per uh, or a year. But I've made that transition. And so I that's how that's how I think. I'm thinking in terms of what you're making that day, week, month, or year. No, I love that. I and I I totally do the same thing. I think I work it, I think I do it a little bit differently only because I look at the I think I look at the gig apps. I look at them differently than you do and other people, but I also look at it like I look at like my week, for example. Right. OK, well, how many hours am I going to give the gig apps, YouTube, vending machine, mm -hmm. 
this kind mm-hmm. of business, you know, like, and then I look at, mm-hmm. okay, I want to, if I do though, if I allot it, if I, if my pie chart, it looks like this, I'm going to make this amount. If it, my pie chart looks a little more different, if it's 50% right. gig gaps, I'm going to make this amount. You know what I'm saying? And each, yeah, my, and- for me, my weeks can be different based on other things I have going on. So I definitely right. think there's something to be said for looking at it. Like you're looking at the day, you're looking at the week. Um, Cause I, I think a lot of us can turn on these apps. I mean, this next week, we'll see how I do. My goal is to make $2,000, right? Is it going to take me yeah. 50 hours, 70? I don't really know, but I can guess pretty close. I have a plan of what each, uh, I got a plan each day. I'm going to attack each day tomorrow. I'm going to make 400 bucks. Like I'm just going to, it's going to happen. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, the next day it's going to be a little bit less and I'm going to plan it out. And for me, it's like, in order to get to 2k, I'm just going to chop it down. Like right. break it down. Yeah. By you said, and, you said you know, realistic goals or, or manageable goals and all, but I, I, I will say important. this. Yeah. Well, I will say this though. Now, when I'm out there, I I feel that after so many, after so much time out there, I know that I should be making, I should have made so much money. So, yeah, for yeah. example, if I'm out there three hours, I should be somewhere's, I should be somewhere's at a minimum of seventy five, but pretty close to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that I'm making that much an hour, but I just yeah, know yeah, yeah. that that's where I should be. And yeah, if I'm the not, amount of time that you give the app, you should be a, within this range. You know what I mean? And that, and, that, right. and that works for you. Shout out to real quick to Uber Jeep AZ. Uh, yeah. If you guys don't know who Uber Jay. Jeep AZ, go check <laughs> yeah. out my man. He's from St. Louis. He's out in obviously AZ, but big fan of his. Appreciate you stopping in and checking out me and Giza, man. Shout out to Uber yeah. Jeep AZ. Now, Jay makes some money. He makes oh, Jay's money killing on, it. He's killing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> on, um, on a Lyft, Lyft XL and Uber yeah. XL with the luxury, luxury vehicles. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, big time. I love, I love what he yeah. does over there. Every, every time I see one of his videos drop, I check it out. He's in his garage. He's got the 20 cars around him. Super <laughs> inspirational, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. So let yeah. me get, let me ask you another quick question. Um, um, let me see. What was it here? Oh, okay. Do you think DoorDash should have programs at all? Or do you feel like it should be a little more like Uber Eats and you just turn the app on? It gives you what, you know, what do you what do you think about the programs that these companies have? Like, do you think that they should be there or do you feel like that's that's just another way for them to manipulate us? Like what, overall, the it's programs in general. You know, how do you feel about the pro- programs in general? I got no problem with it because um, I guess the first program that I qualified for was DoorDash's former drive program. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I've been qualified for a drive program since February 2020. And back then, though, you were invited into those programs. Yeah, you didn't come knocking on their door. They saw you know, somehow they saw your metrics and said, OK, you want to you're interested in getting into the drive program, get you some catering bags and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you're in. OK. And since um, that's changed dramatically, I've never been. Right. So I think I think I, I mean, if you qualify, I'm, I, I think that certain things should be based on some type of qualifying metric if mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I have, you know, I'm three years removed from having gotten there with the acceptance rate and all, but I'm also three years removed from the mindset that I had back then mm-hmm. as well. So I've evolved in um, where I'm at, where I am with gig, with gig apps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good segue. I want to talk a little bit. I, I caught a video of yours, but then I also caught a live you were on with, I believe, uh, Hannibal's Hungry and Steve from Rice mm-hmm. Rodeo. And you were mm-hmm. talking about um, cargo bo- van. Yeah. a car- cargo van. Okay. I think cargo I called it box truck. That's probably the wrong yeah. way to say it. But 
cargo van that you invested in and what you're going to be right. doing with it. Can you share with us a little bit like wh- how that started, wh- you know, that mindset, right? That, that mindset mm-hmm. of that forward thinking, right? And then mm-hmm. what have you been seeing over the last, I feel like it's been maybe a couple of months um, yeah, a couple of months experience now. with that. So can you kind of just mm-hmm. share with my audience, like what that looks like? And maybe, maybe some people out there might be able to benefit from something like that if they might be ready. Okay. So where it should start, well, like at least what, how my steps towards getting there or yeah, just like, what really, what, was your, what, what was really your, triggered me to looking into a cargo. Yes. Band, which, what was the beginning? Like what triggered that? And then what have you kind of maybe even learned along the way? Just anything you're willing to okay. share with us about that. Okay. Okay. All right. As I've shared, um, I happened to be doing it was either a roadie or a point pickup at a Walmart. And to my to the parking stall to my left happened to be a guy in a in a smaller cargo van. It was a it was a it was either a, a Ram four cylinder. I, I believe it was a Ram four cylinder car, um, cargo van that he had. He was a younger guy. Um, he was 26 years old. And I'll just tell him myself, he's like 40% of my age. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But um, he, I was impressed by what he had to say. I mean, this is a young guy talking business, talking Mm -hmm. business. And I mean, um, and he's also making more money than me. I mean, he said he's making eight G's a month here. I'm, I'm making consistently six G's, maybe hitting seven from time to time. He's making eight. And it's with his. And that's a big difference. That one and 2K difference is a huge difference. Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right. And that's the that's the goal right now for me is to get to that level yeah. on a consistent basis. Yeah. Um, now he told me about him having his authority, which is when you look at the when you look at those trucks, you'll see where it says a USDOT number. Mm-hmm. That is like the registry of your business or your vehicle. Yeah. And then the MC number is your authority number, which allows you to transport um items or whatever it is across. Yeah state lines right right and so i've got that now for my for my sprinter van slash cargo van now is um, that something uh is that something that you have to be you obviously probably have to pay some kind of fee yes three hundred dollars three hundred dollars for one, for one for, year is that every year or is it just one time i believe it's you know what i don't know that's something i didn't even think about because well, some of those things a, might it might be every like sometimes they last a year two years three years it's almost like i believe it's i believe it's like one year okay three hundred dollars a year more than likely um, and so I've got one line of, I got one authority mm-hmm. or, you know, and so that's for, for what I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, blah, uh, he also mentioned he had a dispatcher. Mm. So dispatchers are kind of a hard thing with cargo van owners right now. Um, everybody wants to deal with the box trucks and the, and the semis and, the, and mm-hmm. all the, all the, all the larger equipment. They really mm-hmm. don't like dealing with cargo van because they feel that there's not the, the money isn't there. I mean, people are taking loads for just the equivalent would be taking a if you see a 10, 10 mile DoorDash order and mm-hmm. you accept it for four dollars. That's mm-hmm. kind of the equivalent mm, <laughs> that's <dang>. out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Rough. <laughs> you can't yeah. Do that. And so this may portend into what some of the maybe a couple other questions that you have. So my strategy has been, well, and, and I'm kind of disappointed that. I, I'm not seeing the opportunities, at least being able to find those loads that may take me regionally within like a six, seven hour radius. And because mm-hmm. of how low those those bids are going for. Really? Yes. Yes. In fact, the most recent gig user segment, just for the hell of it, I put in bids at 77 cent a mile, 72 cent a mile, 62 cent a mile. But even close. 
So what? So I have no idea. I have no idea what what got it though. But it's safe to say it was less than those numbers. Well, no, sure, it's probably forty fifty cents when when you relate. Like you just gave us the example, the ten dollars or the 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 ten miles four bucks. It's like that's forty cents a mile. I mean, you can't make. You're not making money. You're basically maybe breaking even or at a little bit of a loss, right? Well, you may be covering your gas. Now, here's what I here's what a couple of folks have explained to me. It could be like the box truck people who may have already a load. And so they're looking for something extra to add on what they got. Or it could be someone who's got a contract with the cargo van and is doing the same thing. But someone like me who's trying to jump in and find an actual load to to do. Yeah. I'm 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 missing out. So, well, let me ask you an interesting question. I, I want I want to continue to learn more about this because I think this is valuable information for my audience. But do you think that? So let's equate it to DoorDash, right? We talk about like uh, Diamond Zone. Get your acceptance rate up, and then you'll see better orders. Which you know, do you think if you took some loads that maybe aren't great now, it could benefit you later? You know what I'm saying? The only have you, have you thought about been- that at all? Um, I've thought about it only from this standpoint, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it though. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take those loads. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I can see that is a positive is that if maybe I'm in front of the right people, I may be able to talk to them or they may talk, they may see yes. something in me and say, yes. Hey, look, would you like to run these for me? And then I'll really pay you. That's yeah. the only way I can see something like that. Because be it could a, be a be foot a, in the door. You might, might be able yes. to run into that right person, build a relationship, and then that relationship turns into something very lucrative for you down the line. You know, Right. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah. So um, so what I've been doing is, yeah, I put my van in the service on December 17th. And um, it's kind of taken over for me using my F-150. Since mm-hmm. I've made this investment, I might as well go ahead on and put it in service. And so I may look a little to some people, I may look a little gaudy or a dork or a fool with this cargo van, but they don't know that in the greater scheme of things, I have given myself greater capacity to make more money. Mm. And there have been some individual examples in which I've been able to get opportunities by virtue of me having the cargo van. Oh, I bet. I mean, have you? So I'm, I'm assuming you're on roadie and curry already. Is that, a, is that an yes. accurate assumption? Okay. Yes. Have you ever, have you gotten into the medical courier stuff at all? Have you thought about that? I've looked into that. Uh-huh. Um, but in fact, there's one place that's trying to get me to um, participate in an orientation session. And they're like uh-huh. one of the leading, well, actually that's for, that's for transporting people for medical services. But I was offered a contract by a company um, in which they were offering $145 a day. Uh-huh. Well, and I did a um, recent segment on that. Based on my calculations, I would be losing $70 a day if oh, I yeah. went ahead with that. I mean, that's you're not you're already making more of that more than that with the way you're currently. Yeah, it's a pay cut. It's a pay cut. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a pay and, cut, you know. And then there are others who are asking me about well, what about uh, uh, um, Federal Express? Well, I've I've done Federal Express for the for the last three years on a seasonal basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy that I've dealt with, who's a gym of a guy and all he's offered to pay me as much as two hundred dollars a day. But that mm-hmm. means I'm going to have to run uh, at least 100 stops a day. Well, plus your your costs are up. Your fuel costs is more now. Right. Well, yes. You got the van. So you're you well, know, that actually you know. is about actually is about the same or a little less because oh, okay. I yeah, I actually go oftentimes. A third day without having to go to the gas station whereas with oh, f-150 it was it was every other day are you so, on is it diesel to cargo van or is it no regular? no it's okay regular regular, okay. regular. yeah okay. yeah now what could be the case is that it's a six cylinder whereas my f-150 is an eight cylinder but the oh, eight cylinder gets gets pretty good gas mileage 
Yeah. Okay. That's just, you know, modern technology there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, the, you know, with the Federal Express, think of it in these terms. All right. If they're, if he's offering me a, a couple hundred dollars, if I were to just do a full day, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm beating on my body every single day. Oh, yeah. And if you do a hundred stops, man, I promise you. I promise you, at best, you may finish it in five hours, but more than likely, it's going to be seven or eight hours that yeah. you're going to do 100 that. stops, that's a lot. It's a lot yes. of work. It's a lot. It's, it's yeah. more work than picking up McDonald's and Chipotle. You know, it's just. Yeah, it's, you, 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 yeah, know you, you got to be in shape. Like, yeah. yeah, you got to be yeah. in shape. Yeah. And and so it got me thinking when I was doing a couple of roadies, they're paying me like a dollar or something per stop, whereas mm-hmm. I can get a roadie and average five, six, seven dollars a stop. Yeah. <laughs> so who's coming out ahead? Yeah. Yeah. I think for, you know, without knowing much about what you're getting yourself into, I, I would say. Let's see. Delivery like, with, seemed, I'm sorry. Delivery with task asked, did I add my cargo van to dispatch? Yes. In fact, that's where a couple of my good opportunities have come from, have come okay. on dispatch. But in my market, we're not, you don't see the volume of orders as you may see up in Charlotte or mm. in Atlanta. Mm. or Charleston for that matter. I don't know what yeah. it is. I think it could be just could be just Columbia. I don't know, but I think if you're in the right market, those apps really can really you can really um do good. Sure, sure, sure. And oh, I think it's you know, like I was going to say I feel like at some point and I'm sure, I know, I'm sure you've thought of this. It's going to be I think those the real opportunities with the van is going to have to be like you mentioned earlier. Okay, having that connection with somebody, building that relationship with somebody, whether it's like a local contractors. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people were talking about in the chat. I think it might have been Uber, Jeep, AZ, like flooring companies. Um, you know, delivering mm-hmm. for somebody like on that level, right? Um, yeah. You know, finding a couple people like that you can do business with. Then it's going to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not making two hundred bucks for all day like it's like 500 bucks because you're delivering some serious stuff some big weight right. maybe it's even aware like a curry i believe you know where you drop it somewhere and like they're the ones taking off the truck so you're not having to do that i feel like you're well, gonna yeah. have to get some of those i would imagine yeah there the possibilities are there with these apps and the thing is um i also gave another i also gave another example another uh, gig user um upload in that some folks have suggested well why don't you just go get on with a with some with a logistics company and yeah. drive for them. And I gave the example where a lady recently told me her, her newest driver who started about the same time as I got my van. He's made 16,000 in about the same amount of time, but he's driven 17,000 miles and he's been out for two and three weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, in that same period of time, I've made just shy of 12,000 just strictly on the cargo van. Mm-hmm. I've driven like 80, 8,300. I, I may have mentioned 8,900, but so it's an 8,000 plus miles, roughly half of the miles. And I'm yeah. home every night. Yeah. It's and I'm averaging, yeah, yeah, he's averaging 99 cent a mile just based on that number. I don't like using that number, but he's averaging 99 cent a mile. And altogether, I'm averaging $1.40 a mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go and, based well, on and being numbers. home and being home is in yeah, every night. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think you're a married man. I think, feel like I heard you say that before, right? Well, I've, I've made, I'm not married, but I, I make reference to a queen in my life. Yes. Queen. Even better. Love it. OK, so but, you know, being home, that's important, man. I think, you know, there's mm-hmm. money to be made over the road and those guys can kill it, especially if they own their own vehicle or own truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you're two, three weeks at a time, like I couldn't do that. I, I could do it for maybe a month or two, but that, <laughs> that'd probably be about it. You know, if I if I were if I were 30 years younger, maybe even 20 years younger. Yeah. 
you know, and no queen in my life. Oh, yeah. shit. No, no big deal. Yeah, man. but we're, we're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we got, you know, I got another baby on the way. Like, I can't, I just can't live that life. You know, but yeah, if I'm 20 and I'm single, yeah, because then you're in a different city. Maybe you got yeah. queens all over the place. That's a whole yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But, we're yeah. not living that life anymore. So you know. no, no, yeah, and and she's more than she's more than happy with me being home every night, and I'm more than yeah. happy being home every night as well. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So obviously, there's some cost involved mm-hmm. when you're doing what you do, and what you're doing. I wanted uh, really a big reason why I wanted to have you on the show, and I appreciate you spending time with me. Is not you're a very unique individual, right? You're actually somebody that's doing what I got behind me. The bet on you set goals one day. Time like you are extreme forward thinking like you're actually an independent contractor you're you're a small business owner you're actually putting your money where your mouth is and most of us don't do that and that's fine Mm -hmm. right so i wanted my audience to hear that because i obviously without sharing numbers but there's a cost involved when you want to make money and you want to go into business right and you want to really go for it you're gonna have to spend a little money to make a little money and i feel like you're kind of in the middle of that right now right yeah and that's what i said in my most recent upload i mean i've 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 always believed that. Well, there's two schools of thoughts. Um, when I used to hustle at the racetrack and the bowling alleys and all, you mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. you have to have money to make money, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do, and it's a hard thing to actually to beat people out of their money when you ain't got no money because oh, now it's, you're it's way the, hard, way hard. Yeah. You're up there in the tenth frame and you're grabbing on that ball a little tighter than you did in the in the fifth <laughs> frame. But you know I, yeah. that's the, that's another that's another conversation, okay? But yeah. that said, the other school of thought is that in order to make money, as you said, you've got to spend money. You can't yeah. cut corners. If you're going to do it right, you can't cut those fucking corners. Yeah. And so when I see people, I saw those people saying, well, you can start your own cargo van business for less than $300. They're full of shit. Okay. How? How? I mean, how they full be, of shit, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. As I, as I upload it and I put the numbers out there. Um, now, I went about it completely different from what some people have done. And I've kind of I've kind of shared how my process has been. I first of all worked on getting my getting my shit together. Okay. First, and that was getting my credit together. Oh, and that was a process. Okay. And I shared how I my my FICO score has improved by over 200 points since 2018. Nice. And I, I'm somebody that's worked on his credit, and that's not an easy thing to do, guys. So big, big ups for that. Yeah. I, I get all right. That so from there having my own insurance agent I already had two check two business checking accounts but you have to have you have to start with getting your um get going through your um secretary of state and creating starting that business name creating the business name registering it as an llc most cases but some people may say i uh, inc corporation but most times llc so you've got to have your papers before you can even open up two business checking accounts. And I recommend two business checking accounts for one for one for money coming in, one for money going out mm. so that you can separate the two. Because when you show when you have to show your income, well, all you have to do is go to the money that's coming that account where the money's coming in and then you can show them that information. Mm-hmm. OK, so now you've got your business name, your checking accounts, you got your credit together. All right. So then I happen to walk into the bank. And I'll I'll say it now because it's all after the fact. Mm-hmm. And if you deal with Bank of America, if anybody's dealt with Bank of America, you know you got to have your shit together with those boys. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So I walk into Bank of America thinking now that let's get a let's see if I get a business credit card. Yeah, I was approved. I was approved on the spot. Okay, with a pretty good limit. But but yeah. but but the prerequisite is what what some of y'all might have missed is you you got to get that credit score good. 
Like you, you, you have to have that, that, that is powerful. People that make money in this country, you get that credit score is, is can hinder you from, from some opportunities. I just want to throw that in there for some of the, all that might've missed like geezers. You got to start the right way. And I think it's where he's going with it. Go uh, continue. Yeah. So from there, I happen to tell the people that I was looking, I also want to look into see if, um, about a cargo van, I want to look into the cargo van and, and, uh, find out what I might be financed for. I knew that I could go to a car lot and get it in my good name. Mm. All right. But I wanted to get it in my business name. Mm-hmm. And so they said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they told me, come back with a vehicle ID number. And so they ran all my stuff later in the week, approved on right on the spot. Already knew how much I was. In fact, it was a matter of just get the van. Tell us what the van is, and we'll yeah. tell you what your terms are. All sure, right. Sure, sure. So now all I had to do is find a van. That's a hard one because if you're trying to find a van that the bank's going to finance, it's got to be five years or newer, 75,000 miles or less. That's yeah. typically what it is. The other thing with the banks is that when it comes to a commercial loan or in the business name, they're not going to finance for the same loan to value as a personal vehicle. Personal vehicle, they'll tend to go more. They'll finance more on a personal vehicle. So that means you got to have some money to put down or, you know, some type of means of putting money down. Okay. Now, um, all that's out the way. We're talking about the van. But to start up the van, it was like for me, $2,300 to put down including. Oh including gap insurance mm-hmm. the next thing was insurance yep. now me being an insurance agent i already knew that i could set myself up with progressive which is where i went through okay mm-hmm. but looking around and all if you really want to get in on the big opportunities you're going to have to have that million dollar coverage million dollar liability coverage with the 300 with the uh, hundred thousand cargo coverage and have commercial general liability commercial general liability of at least a million yep. So I had all that. That's $1,500, but that's for two drivers now. It's not just for me. It's for two drivers, me and the queen of my life. She's Mm -hmm. also in the papers with the the cargo van company or the transport company. Well, can can I ask you a question? Sure. Is she on it because she sometimes is going to use the vehicle so that she has to be or? Okay. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. She's in on it. I mean. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that I'm doing all the work right now, but she, she, you know. She is more than capable of coming in and, and all that. Right. So, all right. So now that's thirty eight hundred dollars right there. Then there's your authority. That's three hundred. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, we got to get you got to get it tagged and, and all that. You got to pay a tax. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go through all that. So then there's the individual compliances, which cost me another five hundred dollars. Then there was a uh, property tax in South Carolina. You have to pay your property tax before you get your license plate. And then I also got the the vehicle the um, ma- vehicle magnets so I could put the USDOT number on the side of the vehicle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that came out to six thousand. Yeah, and that's before. And that's listen, y'all. That's before, he hasn't made a dollar yet, right? No, I've so, made no, no, no. That's all along. That's all what I consider my startup. Okay. Well, what I'm saying now, is that's before you've even made money with the van, though, correct? Well, if I've made twelve thousand in two months, or just shy of twelve thousand, you know, I've made some type of profit. Oh, you've made it's it back, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was all in the beginning, or did you were you able to allocate some of these expenses throughout the two months? Throughout the two months, but again, I still call it startup because these are things that you have to have to get to get going. Mm. Mm. Okay, but yep. you know, depends on how you go about doing. It. I mean, one guy said he got the van, and he wished he would not have gotten the van first. He should have gotten the the, the business, you know, got his business name startup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, that's the number that I think is realistic if you want to do it right. So six grand is what you're saying, yeah? That's what I'm thinking. Now, yeah. I'm on, I may be on the low end considering mm-hmm. 
that I didn't have to put out as much for my van. Mm. Okay. Now you could go about with the insurance side and don't get as high a coverage as I had. Mm -hmm. But then again, that's also going to be based on your insurance score, which is a, yep. which is a factor of your credit and your driving history. And, and where you live. I mean, you're, you're, you're that zip too. Code, yes. Zip code. Like it's for yeah. me. If I, if I'm, if geezer, if, Ge if geezer's living in St. Louis, he's going to pay more insurance than he, I'm sure of it. Like I'm just, cause St. Louis has got not great crime and all that. So that, you know, that yeah. sometimes where you live in your Carolina zip code is not one of your best states for insurance as well. I mean, oh, really? South I wouldn't have thought oh, that. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. There's a County or, um, uh, Orangeburg County. They, I, I would say roughly 40% of the people in, in that County don't are going around without insurance. It's bad. <laughs> that's another conversation. But there are part there are areas, you know, where the insurance may be less. In fact, when I yeah. lived in South Florida, and I don't know if he no, he's not in the chat though, but when I lived in South Florida, I lived just west of State Road Seven down in uh Plantation, Florida. Mm -hmm. By me living less than five hundred feet west, my insurance at that time was like 40% less than being on the other side. That's of state crazy. Seven. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. But it's probably because the zip code was different. You know what I'm saying? Like in just the overall, sometimes they look at that zip code. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So six, so basically roughly 6,000, 6K. And then mm -hmm. in, in a couple of months you've made 12. So you're obviously getting a return on that investment, right? Um, yeah. What are, what are some of the goals that you have, if you have them yet? for 2023 mm -hmm. with this cargo van? Like, have you thought about that? Like, what do you want to realistically do with this thing for the next uh, 10 months or so? Well, the, realistically, I want to be in a position where I'm seeing that 82.5. 82.5 is what you make each month to get to 100,000. Okay, got it. So I'm 75% of the way there if I'm making consistently six, six Gs, six top, you know, maybe touching yeah. seven sometimes. So I'm 75% yeah. of the way there. I got to yeah. find that extra 25%. Some yeah. way, somehow. Okay. Now, um, do, you, do, do you say that 100K, six figures, cargo van only? Are you also going to use that? Are you still doing the food delivery? Like, how, how does that work for you? Are you trying to well, replace I the just, food delivery with, with the yeah, other? Yeah, I, would like, I would like to I would like to flip it to where I'm not as dependent on the gig food delivery stuff. Hmm. Okay. I would love to be able to do that where gig food delivery just supplements it, and I just happen to use the cargo van to do that. Now, Got one it. benefit for me with the cargo van is that I've been able to park my F-150. Everything is on the cargo van from an insurance standpoint and everything. Even though with my with, with the F-150, it's actually listed for business. So I do pay a little more in insurance because of that. And so I'm mm -hmm. not concerned about it. I have a, a ride share um, endorsement on the yeah. F-150. Yeah. Um, but still, um, everything is doing with the cargo van. So I don't worry about insurance issues now Yeah. if something were to happen because I'm yeah. in that 100% of the time now. Yeah. Um, but I would like to, um, I'd, I want to get into maybe transport, uh, medical transport of patients mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of sick folk in South Carolina. South yeah. Carolina is not one of the healthiest states in the country. And so people got to be take, you know, they've, mm -hmm. they're, they're people clamoring to have some be able to find some dependable service yeah. so that means maybe getting a smaller cargo van the uh the the transit cargo van with an eight seat you know um, transporting eight people maybe mm. so let and, me ask does your cargo van you 
has it to where you can take the seats in and out. Is that correct? No, not? no, no. It's 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 there, there's no seats in there. There's no this seats is, at all. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. this is a sprinter van. This is like what you got see it. with the um Amazon, the Amazon vans or the yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Federal Express vans. Okay. So I'm looking to carry payloads in there in that got one. Got it. But you're the talking small. about actually transporting people from like a home to like the hospital or a hospital to here, and right? Taking yeah. them to a doctor's yeah. and having right. eight people you could fit in there, maybe even at one time, and that's a whole nother hustle right there. I would imagine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but I'm a, I'm a bit skittish on maybe trying to have other people drive my equipment. <laughs> I mean, I've heard a lot of stories. In fact, a guy hit me to a story just recently where he had he, he had just gotten he had just gotten his box truck out of the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guy first trip up to Virginia totaled it and calling him. Can you get me? <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I don't know if I want to deal with that, man. So, man. well, and that's a I, whole know, nother business. That's a whole nother. You're, you're an operator at that point, and you got to really trust yeah. somebody else to do. You know, you, you can have yeah. all the insurance in the world, but something like that happens. It's gut wrenching, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not, and then and then there's also there's also I mean, just the business of paying other people then because yep. you know you've got to have a certain amount of cash flow coming in, mm-hmm. and um, all it takes is a, a hiccup in the cash flow, and somebody's running running to the media and saying this son of a bitch ain't paying us. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. trying to get and his work done. for free. You're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and and you know they don't want to hear that it may have been a hiccup in the in the um you know in the payment process. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear that. I want my motherfucking money, nigga. You yeah, ain't said yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they want. You, and if that hits the news, you're done. In 2023, right. you're, you're canceling. You're canceled. Like, right. That's not, right. nobody's going to do business with you. Like, you're just done. So, but mm-hmm. it's interesting. I hadn't, you know, I think we we get so inundated, right? You know, people that watch even our channels and especially mine, like it's DoorDash, DoorDash, DoorDash. They have the most market share. They've got the most marketing and Uber, Uber. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and we get so used to delivering McDonald's and Chipotle, and it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's all good. We all make a living doing it. Well, you you, know. you deliver McDonald's, okay? <laughs> well, you might not, but for me, I don't do a lot of it. But if it pays me, I'm gonna do it. I, I could. Well, it's got stuff. it's got to pay it's got to pay me right for McDonald's, okay? <laughs> um, it, it just does, man. Uh, that's that's a ninety that's a ninety eight ninety nine percent decline for me. Is it really wow? So yes. if you see a McDonald's for nine bucks going a mile, you you take it or you don't? No, really interesting. No, okay. I mean, no, hey, I, dude, I passed on. In fact, I, in fact, I, ups, in fact, I, I posted this. It just so happened though that I had one in the hand though, but um, I had a stacked DoorDash from the same restaurant mm-hmm. for twenty six twenty five, mm-hmm. and I and I passed on it. Mm. I, I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to take that hit. No, I mean, listen, everybody. You know, I think there's what what's good is. Because I think we obviously work the apps very different, and that's okay. Is that there's different, there's multiple different ways to get a very good result, right? I like to feel like I have pretty good results, right? I don't think I'm the best. My results, my miles to money might not be the best. I don't, I've never called myself the best delivery driver. Don't really want to be, right? And I don't even think maybe, maybe Geezer might not be the best delivery driver, right? Oh, no, but, no, but not right, by far. That's what I'm saying. But, but at the I end mean, if you, if you look at some of the, if you look at some of the things I do, man, uh, you know, mm. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know, I'm sure I could dissect your videos and be like, hold up, Giza, what are you doing, bro? Like, what, what's happening here, man? What, what's going on? You know, uh-huh. and that's people do the that's same why, for me, you know, and that's why I don't say everything in my uploads, because mm, I don't want, you know, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be attributed to their deactivation. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, without saying too much, I feel like I know what you're saying. But let me let me share some of the things I've done. And you tell me you can piggyback off this. So, 
you know, we talk about mul having multiple apps and that's mm -hmm. different than multi-apping, right? So for me, I'll give you a scenario. You just hinted to it a little bit for yourself, but like, so I use Uber and DoorDash and most of the mm -hmm. time I'm, I have them on at the same time. There are some times, mm -hmm. depending on the kind of route I'm on, well, I will pause one or turn it off or maybe oh, I just no, turn it no. Maybe oh, I just no, turn no, it no. off for whatever reason, but I usually I, I, keep I, them on. Go ahead. You're going to say something. No, I, yeah, already, already, I, I know I cut you off there, Pedro, but no. I am stacking multiple orders across multiple apps. No, I know. And this, I'm going to get to that. So I've, I've okay. done, I've done that. So like I'll have a Chick-fil-A on DoorDash and mm -hmm. I got the Uber on, I'm sitting there and Uber comes in seven bucks for a mile and it's, it's Chick-fil-A and I'll take both. I'll have both at the same time. Right. I've maybe mm -hmm. done it. I've, I've done it far less than you. I've probably done that 50, 60 times. So not a lot, but I've done it. Cause for me, if it's mm -hmm. going in the same direction, it's a complete 100% yes. I'll look at the map. But if it's going five miles in the opposite direction, I obviously, I just don't take it. I don't want the headache. I don't want the contract mm -hmm. violation, whatever. Um, now, is that what you're talking about? Like you take them at the same time, correct? Yes. Okay. So yes. I've, I've done that. I definitely don't do it as much as you, I have a feeling. You want to share a little bit without and, and giving I us too it, much of the sauce? I said, it, I said in the onset, this is where okay. you have to know your market geographically. Yes. If you don't you know do. where you're going. You're yeah. fucked. You're fucked. You have to look at that map and, and know the cross street. Is that an apartment? You know, I'm not going to do it if it's dropping off to a, a, a if one of them's going to a hospital. Like, ah, unless it's because I know mm -hmm. that might take me longer. Like, you have to be mm -hmm. smart about it. But mm -hmm. there are many times where I'm, I'm sitting at that Chick-fil-A. Like I said, damn, that Uber's coming in. I'm going to add just seven bucks real quick. And it's only going to take right. me an additional five minutes. That's all day long. You know? Yeah. Now, um, you know, I've also said that you got to have a love for chaos organized chaos and probably <laughs> what i do is organized chaos yeah. um and so um i had i in fact um, there was a subscriber a young guy and i mentioned he, i did not share this but about him though his name is byron he told me i tried to do like you with the multi-apping but i can't yeah. do it man that's that's it's no, not no, for everybody no. it's it's stressful yeah. listen it's 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 it is it's when you've got two two different customers two different apps you're basically mm -hmm. You're gambling and crossing your fingers because you might run into some kind of issue at the drop off for the DoorDash Chipotle, yes. and it's going to really compromise the door the Uber Eats customer, and or that's not right, better, right? So better yet, just just simple traffic can mess sure. you up. Yeah, and absolutely. there have been many a times. Um, it can you can just imagine the type of um, ride that I've had where I've I'm yelling and cursing at other vehicles. Oh man, me. listen, I, <laughs> I'm in the car, a geezer, and I'm like. Like I'm super impatient, like very mm -hmm. impatient, almost to like it's a fault of mine. And I'm driving and I'm like, why can't these people just drive? Like, what? And I, I'm getting, yeah. you know, I get a, I'm just like, it's it's crazy. Right. And you almost get this little bit of at least for me. And I think some can relate. It's a, it's a, a measure of, of road rage. <laughs> yeah. But it's road. But it's like you get a little anxiety kicking in. Like, Oh, I got to get this. I got to get this dropped off. You know, like, I, you know, I'm up against the clock and it's kind of fun. It keeps me. Yeah. Kind of fresh mean, a little well, bit. Well, see, that's know, the but, thing. I mean, not everybody's up to that type of a challenge. Not no, I don't recommend up. it for if you're new, uh, you should not do that. And if yeah, you, and if I and somebody, I and I recommend and what I recommend is that, you know, if you're going to if you're going to work multiple apps, um, maybe even to the extent that I do it in some other people. Mm -hmm. Nova says he has bad road rage. Yeah, yeah. Put that he's up. he's almost yeah he's almost he's told he's telling on himself with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, I've suggested that you kind of work your way into it and do it. Maybe you need to do it the quote proper way, where you mm. work one app, you take an order, 
and then you turn off the other app or put it on pause and then you get like when you get close to the other place to yep. your drop off location then you turn on the other app yeah that I do is that the often, quote yeah. proper way i do that often yeah the I'm only time but i will put my apps on pause i will do that but yeah. most times my apps are on they are on yeah. and i'm looking for those i'll stack an instacart with a doordash i'll stack oh, a that. uber eats yeah. with a grubhub i'll yeah. stack a i'll stack a um a point pickup with a catering order mm. it don't matter with me man yeah. whatever no, i get it i mean I and i say and i say that maybe some people may find it as arrogant or anything like that but no i'm out there to make money man mm. and i mm. and i guess i'm banking on the fact that i've been out there long enough to at least have the common sense to um not do certain things when i see that it could be a bad situation this is yeah. where you have to follow your instincts absolutely your gut instinct 100 i couldn't agree more i think that that's you know we have to you do this long enough you do, once you get to a couple thousand i think deliveries you start feeling okay mm -hmm. i kind of understand my market the, the the traffic patterns like we talked about earlier the logistics times mm -hmm. of days are different you know different diff certain days of the weeks are different the weekends obviously going to be different than the weekday nights different than the morning but like yeah, gut instinct is like there's something to be said for that. I feel like I use that a lot because there are times no. even and it's weird. I might have the DoorDash on a lot and then Uber comes in and the Uber offer might be better as far as money. Right. And mm -hmm. sometimes even the miles. But like it's from a merchant that's not great. So I'm like, no, yeah, on the face value, it might look better. But that's actually maybe a worse order than this one. Right. Because I can right. flip this DoorDash quicker and it gets me to the next delivery quicker. And then I'm really making right. some money. So and I think. There's a little bit and of another, flow there. Another example, another example of that is that, uh, that's not good English here. Another example to this is um, just you look at certain, and I may be repeating you, but maybe I'm saying it in a different way, though. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at an order, and if you accept the order, it may take you out of position. Okay? Or it's just something about that order that just doesn't jibe right. Yeah. And... That order could could really turn the entire flow of your time that you're out there. So you pass on that order. All I'm getting at, don't be afraid to pass up on an order because there may be something better that will work that will that will really be more conducive to what you're trying to do. It'll it'll take you to the part of town that you're trying to work or whatever. Mm -hmm. Is just just uh just follow your instinct. Uh, an old poker analogy that i've used and i first heard from doyle brunson mm. he says that you're you a poker player geezer i have played online poker i've been a break-even yeah. poker player yeah nah, i Even love playing poker man yeah, yeah uh seven seven card high low and okay. um uh, uh texas hold no hold them or hold them. mine okay okay yeah uh doyle brunson said that your instincts going to be correct 75 80 75 80 percent of the time and it's true mm, i believe that I believe. Yeah. Shout out to Dora Brunson. What is uh, he? Uh, He's won like 11, 11 rings. Yeah. Uh, well, last last I saw, it was like 11 um, uh, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, what's his thing? Series. He had the hand 10-2. Uh, the 10 and the 2 is a door. No, 9-2. Is it 9-2? Okay. It's called the Brunson, right? Yeah. 9-2, yeah. 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 two, 7-2. Two. And he won with that hand. And that's yes. a very weak yeah, hand. No. It's a very weak hand. But, but, but with poker, for those of you who don't know, like you're playing cards, but you're playing your opponent. You're playing the mm -hmm. guy or the woman across from you just as much, if not more. Sometimes the tendencies, the habits. Like, I'm not a seasoned vet like you. I'm sure with the poker, I never really played online, but I've Although played enough. It's, and, it's, 
it's been back alleys here and there, some cash games. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good little rush, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I yeah, got one. Of, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say he spoke of stories where he's played those, those type of uh, back games with, with, yeah. a, with a 38 oh, <laughs> right bet, next man. to him. I bet. No, you, I mean, <laughs> that guy, he's from Texas, right? So I'm sure yeah, he's. Yeah, that's what he called him, Texas that. Dolly. Texas yeah, Dolly. Yeah, yeah. That's what he. So, yeah. I've got one more question. And it's going to be one that I think might surprise you, but I'm going to add, I'm going to ask it because I feel like I'm going to get a good answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had Bentley coupon about a month ago. Uh, I know that you ahead. watched some of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would have been the one interviewing Bentley Coop, give me the one question or two that you would have mm-hmm. wanted to answer him. And I want you to, I want you to pretend like I'm Bentley Coop right now. And some people <laughs> oh, say man. I am. I'm the new, I'm the shill. I think it's hilarious because I'm not paid by DoorDash at all. And if I was, I would tell people, trust me. Bentley, but, why do you go out of your way to contort yourself of not telling the truth or giving straight up facts? Mm. That would be one of my questions. Be because a lot of, of people would say that you're a shill. Mm. Well, I can't answer that because I'm not him. But interesting. I, I figured you'd have a good one. Yeah. How do you, Now, how do you think you'd answer that question? Knowing, Knowing him. Oh, uh, he, he well, if you looked at an exchange that we had, he'd say that I was a he would say that I, I'm not I'm not offering a solution. I'm a part of the problem. And uh, I'd say, well, yeah. um, I'm I'm going to well, <laughs> you can imagine what my response would be. But well, if sure, I'm going to you know, but I, if I'm being if I'm in your position, I would I would I would have to just, um, you know, take a deep breath and, and go at it a different way, though. I mean, yeah. having been a newspaper reporter that I've been, yes, mm-hmm. I would go about it a different way. But that would be one of the questions I'd ask. Yeah, yeah. Do you, and I'm also somebody, I, I do, you mentioned the word solutions. I think that's important. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying what he said was right. I don't even know what you guys were talking about, right? But Well, I, feel- I mean, he's, his his point his point is that you need to work with DoorDash and try to, I mean, fuck, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, look, if they really cared about us, they would offer the solution themselves. Why sure. is it that we got to broach them for the fucking for the sure. for the fucking solution? Are they really yeah. going to listen to him? Are they going to listen to me? No. They no. got nine they got nine they're 9 billion dollars, man. And yeah. their app don't fucking work. Their app don't fucking work half of the time. Yeah, they're they not gonna li- they're not, li- they're not listening to any of us. I think, you know, I, I I will say I think at times they will implement something that I see as a positive at least for me on the app, right? And I think they've been doing more of that in the last few months. It seems maybe I'm wrong. I don't know because I haven't been with DoorDash since the beginning, but I definitely realized that they have a business model that mm-hmm. is built to take advantage of the drivers because we're not employees, yes. but yes. we're, but you know, we don't have the benefits. They don't have to pay it. You know, they have a, you know, we are, I mean, if they can, they can we're deactivate just another both blip. you and I, we're just we're, a cog in the machine. Yeah. You know we're just I mean? another so. blip on the algorithm. And that's what I've said yeah. all along. Yeah. Now, um, Here's the thing. And in fact, uh, Dino, who said from said like it is, he pointed out mm-hmm. something that was really interesting. What I thought was very pertinent. He said back in the 90s when he did delivery work, they would pay like six dollars an hour. And then you had your tips. Well, he, the assumption is that DoorDash is basically doing the same thing. If you're going to complete anywhere between two, three orders an hour on average, mm-hmm. DoorDash's base is what? Depending on your market, two dollars, two twenty five, two fifty. If you just go on base alone, the numbers haven't moved in over 30 years. DoorDash is basically paying a driver $6.75 an hour, even though you have earned by time. But let's just do, you know, strictly earn per order. It's like $6.75 that you're probably going to make it tops. 
mm. per hour from DoorDash. The mm. numbers haven't moved. The only thing is moving is the type the, the type of tip that you're getting from the customer. True. And that's where we make our money. And, and for me, I think that um, I've bashed DoorDash a lot in my channel. Like I've made a lot. I, I have a lot of videos and I make a, I've made a video every day for almost two years. Nobody else has done that. I mean, I got so many negative, like, I bash DoorDash a lot, but mm. like now I'm to the point where like, I don't, I, I, I know who they are. I think, at least right. I think, I, I think, I think I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm to the point now it's like, I'm just going to make, I'm going to figure it out for me. Like I can't right. expect them to do stuff for me because I know they're not. So I'm just going to play the game and I'm going to beat them at their own game. That's where my mindset is. Like, I'm just going right. to use the app and you, you got mm. these programs. You, you want me to play this game? All right. You know what? I'm going to play your game. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to compromise. I'm not taking trash. Okay, at least mm-hmm. for me, everybody's word. You know, looking at looking at how they look at trash might be different, and that's fine. You know, geezer's not taking a nine dollar one mile McDonald's. I'll take that every day of the week, and that's fine, right? <laughs> but for me, like, I'm I'm going to utilize the app just as an opportunity, mm-hmm. and like they could, you know, I I don't want to be an employee. If we have legislation in Missouri that gets passed, I would not be happy about it. If they mm-hmm. tried to cap me, if they said, you know what, we're t- we're doing this, we're just going to pay you twenty bucks an hour, I'll stop working apps. I'll find a way, a different way to right. make money, right? Because well, that's just not how I want to rock. But I'm also like, I'm just done caring about what DoorDash does on a whole because I'm just looking at it as a food delivery app, and that's kind of where my mindset is. I, I think I know. We, I think I hope you understand why I would say that, and and I think we. Could, well, like, I have a I have a similar know. view in that okay. it's just one of DoorDash is not the end all for me. It's one of many options that I have. Yes, I love that. That's good. That's that's what it is. And I have, you know, I have done things to make sure to ensure that I am still active on the app. Mm. You know, I'm not a fool now. Okay. I'm yeah. not a fool. Yeah. At the same time, I see DoorDash for what it is. I've yeah. talked a lot about the artificial intelligence and machine learning, maybe because I have a computer science background as well, or mathematics. Actually, background. before I got to interrupt just for a minute, because I saw that video and I feel like it was within the last week or two, and I, I really liked it. And I'm actually going to do a video about that. And I, I, we're going to have to talk offline because I think there's something to be said there. And it's very interesting. But go ahead. I just want to I remember seeing that video and thinking like, damn, is he, what's he talking about? Like the way he said it, it made it sound more make it made it. It made sense to me versus I've heard other people say something similar and it sounded like hogwash. And when you mentioned it, I was like, hold up, this kind of makes sense a little bit. And and the way that you even mentioned it, it could be that they've learned what you will take. And yeah, they, they do. Know, the, the they app, know the that you only take a, this kind of stuff and they know the that app I'm going to take our, this kind of stuff. So, yes, yeah. the app knows your uh, order selection tendencies. And this yeah. is one. And that's a part of the artificial intelligence, the data gathering. OK, yeah. there are yeah. there are orders that you're going to see sometimes that. It was like, oh shit! This is definitely something I would take. That's the artificial, and 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 the, the the prediction of it is the machine learning part, the mathematical computation, and the prediction is the machine learning part. And so that twenty six dollar order that I passed up was something that 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 the app had somewhat had this data on me. Okay, so how you thwart it, you decline. Mm. Now it's got to it's got to figure out something else. It's, it may it say, oh yeah. shit, he got it. He got me that time, but let's see if we'll we'll, we'll fuck with him this time with something else. Right. right. No, I, so, I think I think there's some there could be some truth to that. It's hard to really know, uh, but I mean, when I look at certain shifts, it kind of makes sense. But like, you know, like for me, it's like I'm just looking at it like I'm just I just want to pick up this food and make this money, you know. And for me, similar for you, this isn't my end game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Right. And I use it as an opportunity. And I think these apps are a good opportunity. I really overall, I think yeah. they're more positive than negative. That's just my perspective. And, at least, I, and I've said that at the core of things, the gig yeah. economy has put me in a position of doing things that I would not have thought of doing 10 uh, years ago. Yes, me too, man. Me too. And I have shared when I was a newspaper reporter, the most I made, uh, you can adjust for uh, for um, for inflation. inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. So the most I made in any year, when, when the largest market I worked in was Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was making like 31, 32,000. And that was in 1991. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you, so that's $50,000 now, something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're making more, more than, than fifty thousand now yeah yeah i'm making hell of more than that i've <laughs> exactly. made over 80 yeah i've made over eighty thousand the last two calendar years based on my 1099s yeah, seven, over fan, 75 the year yeah. before that and i know yeah. that's the one percent of the gig delivery type people oh absolutely okay. it is yeah yeah the the gig economy has put me in a position as i already shared in the last since 2018 my credit score mm-hmm. fico score improved by 200 points mm-hmm. you got to have mm-hmm. some money to pay those damn bills okay yes or get out yes. of the stuff that you're in listen i i think a lot of people position. a lot of people came to these apps obviously you were before the pandemic you're part of that first generation as i would call it okay but a majority of people came to these apps at the pandemic and maybe even just this last yes. year a record yes. number are going to come to these apps in 2023 mm-hmm. and beyond. That's what okay, they're because predicting. Because of the way yes. the recession, the inflation, we're going to see mm-hmm. oversaturation. But I think there's going to be other people coming off. So I, I think it will be very market dependent, but that's just my theory. But mm-hmm. I get a lot of shit from people when I'm like, oh, we got to be grateful for these apps. They, we, you know, they're a positive. And people are like, these apps suck. They're the worst ever. It's the demise and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I just don't see it like that. These, These, you know. I've had a very similar experience in the gig economy as you have, right? I've been in it, you know, for only two and a half years, but I've had the apps for three, but full time for almost two. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I love it, man. Like the days aren't always great. And these apps can be scammy. They can be crummy. They can be shady. But like, if you put the emotion to the side and you focus on the money and you mm-hmm. use it as an opportunity, whether it's to get a cargo van, right. mm-hmm. whether it's to start a YouTube channel, like, I mean, yeah, I can't That's, hate on DoorDash all the time, you know, because I, I, for me, it's been a positive. And I think for a majority of us, it has. We've been able to pay debt down. You go to school, you know, Uber GPZ is a rideshare. I mean, he's a rideshare king. I mean, he's mm-hmm. living the life out there, man. He's got these automobiles like look at, you know, these app, these these companies can be shady. But if you just put the emotion to the side sometimes. Right. And I got to do a better job of it. Yeah, it's what you're doing with the opportunity. And that was one of my uploads. Exactly. And and if if folk really listen to me, I'm not really I am not as negative as what people think, Mm. or at least what I've been I've been derided as being. Yeah. Um, I don't go around complaining. I don't go around complaining that I'm not making no money. And you really don't hear me talking about the app, even though it's all fucked up as it is. You know, Mm -hmm. I you don't hear me talking about those things. I'm talking about opportunities to make maximizing opportunities that you got. Yeah. If there's something wrong with that, then I'll I'll take I'll take the heat. Okay. But yes, use it to your advantage. I always I gave the analogy of opportunity. My grandmother asked me once, little boy, what is opportunity? And I started giving her the dictionary answer, which was like uh chance, um so uh for good fortune or something. She says, No, opportunity this person with long hair. And when he comes by, you grab onto that hair. And grab as much as you can because you're going to keep going to somebody else. Mm. That's what opportunity is, what my grandmother described to me. And mm. so I look at this as opportunity. I'm trying to grab as much as I can while it's in front of me because I don't want because when it goes on, 
then it's up to me to use take advantage of what i got mm, yeah i hear that i think um you know for me like like these apps man it's just it's been a it's I, I, even in my early videos i talk about like it's like i look at doordash it's like that crazy ex-girlfriend you know she's really attractive you know, the sex is good. Like you just can't let her go. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't let her go. You you know, you put her on the you put her on the sideline for a couple of weeks, but then you always go back to her. That's you learn how to you learn how to do it out. And I'm Look, talking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, eventually I'm not gonna always be on the DoorDash, you know, and all that. But like for me, like it's really good in my market. Uh, you know, I'm gonna make 2K this week, geezer. I'm gonna make and and I'm gonna say this right now for the few people I think rolling with reds in here. If I win this gig wars as a top dasher in the diamond zone, y'all going to have to bend the knee. All the shit y'all talk about, door that shill. Y'all going to have to bend the knee if I win. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just dead. saying. I'm, 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 I don't know, man. You're saying five and a half days? Five and a half days? Yeah, so let me. I'll, I'll give you a breakdown. Of five and a half for so. six days. It's, it's basically five and a half, but it's six days. So $400 on Monday, $300 on Tuesday. Um, you're going to be out there a lot. You're going to be out there a lot of hours to get there, buddy. Oh, I'll yeah, just, I'll just sure. say that much. You're going to be yeah. out there a lot of hours if you even come close. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll and see. I'm not I saying mean, that you can't you know do what? it, but I'm maybe just, I I'm make 1200 bucks and then like, I just give up in the, by Friday. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just looking from the hour standpoint. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying because yeah. I, I mean, you, I mean, you are in St. Louis. It is possible that you can catch, you can catch a flyer and everything you, you touch, you know, everything comes your it's way. Possible. It's the yes. right thing. I could have a, so, I could have some crazy peak pays. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have like right. these three five dollar peak pays, and they just make sense. Like every order is kind of profitable. That could happen. But if I do, you know, if I set it up, yeah, there's going to be days where I'm going to be in my car 14 hours. I'm okay with that. But I'm I still going to, you know, I'm only going to work say, half though, a day Wednesday, and I'm only going to work. I'm not going to work Sunday. So mm -hmm. a lot of people work seven. I never work. I don't work seven days a week. I haven't worked seven days a week in almost two years. Right. So I would say a realistic number based on what you're saying, though. Um, uh, I would say. I mean, based on how you're really trying to go about this, would be uh, 15. That would be a realistic number. Yeah, 15 for that. I think 15 is definitely reasonable, achievable, I, and I would be okay with that. But yeah, I but said, you're going I for two. I you're go. going I'm for going two. For two. Yeah. I'm going for two. So we'll see. What and we and there's nothing. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you going for two. All right. Yeah. And I'm not gonna go around saying no, no, you fuck, <laughs> no, no, man, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. All right. Now. I, I will be curious to know what is your average per completed order on the app. I would say right. So last week, my average on DoorDash was eleven dollars. Okay. So for me, for me, that's, that's not that's not bad for me. That's that's a bad week for me. That means that you, um, either sure. that means that I'm you know either there there wasn't many good orders coming around or mm -hmm. it's just on me where I had poor strategy, poor strategy and poor. Well, mine selection. was eleven. I mean, I took. I mean, I take a handful of five and six dollar runs. If they're a mile mm -hmm. or two, I take them. I got no problem doing it in my market. I can do those sometimes in ten to fifteen minutes. Makes sense. And sometimes those six dollar offers, they'll stack it so that run actually winds up being ten or twelve bucks for basically the same mileage. If you mm -hmm. select it from a certain merchant at a certain time of the day, like I just know my area, right? But I've also had I did a lot of twenty dollar runs. So that but eleven bucks for me is about two and a half dollars higher than what's normal in my market, right? Okay. Because I'm not part of the large order program. I never have been. So I don't see those big catering. Now I see large subtotals, I see big offers, but I don't and, and see I, and I see them too. Stuff. And I see yeah. them too. That's the other thing. I've and I have shared some of those as well that were non-large order program opportunities. 
But again, I think you can see where I'm coming from with the argument that at least from market to market, you can at least compare what you make per order completed. You may not be able to do the per mile because every market is different in terms of getting around. Um, what a $10, a 10 mile order in my market would be absolutely absurd to another part like in Los Angeles. That would be absurd. OK, but in my market, you can cover 10 miles conceivably in 10 minutes mm. because yeah. it's spread out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But the one unit that you can compare is what you make per order, because that's more reflective of you individually. That's yeah. a part. That's a part of your strategy. And I hope people can understand and see where I'm coming from. Mm. And so now DoorDash has never given what is an average comp order completed on the app. They've never given that type they of. Have, they haven't given that out. I, I, you know what? My guess is. And I'll guess first and you go second. I think the average order size, we're including, you know, the, the base pay, peak pay, tip, you know, average. Five bucks, five, five fifty. That's my guess. I would I would not be a bit surprised. I would yeah, not be I, a bit surprised. I, because I think a lot of people do take two, three dollar orders, clearly, and they'll take four. And obviously there's these big ones that we see, but I think just the sheer volume, I think five fifty, yeah. maybe six on a high end is that you're gonna see you're gonna see more in fact if you just look at your app, you're gonna see more of those orders than you see the other orders. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. But I will say this, geezer. I still see trash, but you don't see I, it as low. You don't see I, it as low as I probably see it. Your tra your trash right. order is probably higher than what I see in terms of a trash order. I think so. At the, yeah. at the same time, my whole point is that. I still see those orders that some people are running to their to you know to their chat you know uploading or or putting on their community page how they got this order that order. I'm getting the same shit as you. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. So yeah. don't give me that yeah. shit about the yeah. the acceptance rate. That's my whole yeah. point. I'm getting it with as sometimes as low as zero percent. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I mean, I you know I think this week's going to be fun, man. I just you know I haven't worked. Uh, what uh, what i imagine will be this many hours it's been a long time i used to work the apps like that when i started because i needed to but it's going to be fun it's also i'm doing it because like i said in the beginning like let's say oh, these these other streams of income go away and i have to readjust my how i make money what can mm -hmm. what can i make in my market if i work six days and i really put it pedal to the metal right mm -hmm. because for me it's like if i can make 2k this week i know next week i'm not working next week because i got some other things right. going on so I'm, I'm putting what i normally make a thousand bucks I'm putting, I'm condensing it into one week so that I still, so my month, like we talked about earlier, still looks the same, you know? And I think right. that I want to see if I can show people, Hey, yeah, I'm going to drive a little bit. I'm going to take some track, you know, some $6 McDonald's. It's going to happen. I just know my market. I could turn mm -hmm. it on tomorrow. The first order might be six bucks for a mile and I'm going to take that and I'm going to be fine with it. You're but a I better person than like, me. Oh, listen, hey, <laughs> you said it. You said it. You're a somebody, better person than me. <laughs> somebody clipped that. Somebody clipped that. <laughs> but I think that I want to show people like, hey, you know, a lot of people come to these apps and it's short. They need short money. Okay. Yeah. So if you hustle, okay, sacrifice some of your time, because that's all we're doing, guys. We're sacrificing time for money. When we turn the app on, we're giving DoorDash, we're giving Curry Roadie our time in exchange for dollars. That's what we do. W2 people do it too, right? So mm -hmm. here, look, I'm going to try to make two grand. Boom. Here's two grand. I'm going to try to, I want, I went out on Friday. I want to make 400 bucks. I made $400 and people are like, he didn't do that. I showed the receipts. So it's possible. You just got to have a mentality and you got to get I, in the car and you got to drive. You know, you so. know what? I, I, the people who try to diminish what you accomplished, they it's crazy, you know, man. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I my, love it. As, as my mother would say, fuck them. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> fuck you and fuck them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, to me, it's just laughable because at the end of the day, like, and I think we all should be helping each other. Like, you know, Gee's just going out there and he's, if he's showing the earnings, he's got a $40 banger. He's got an Uber Eats. That's good. Like, let's, let's not say that that's fake. Like that's that man making money. I went out and worked 13 hours. I was out for 15, but I, you know, took mm-hmm. a break and I did some things. But I worked 13 hours and made 400 bucks. I think that's good for most people, right? And I was oh, proud yeah. of that because I had yeah, a goal. Abso- I was like, let's go out man. and do it. Now, this week, if absolutely. I do it, it's going to be it's going to be a lot harder. But I, right, I just so. want to challenge myself a little bit. See what, so that see means, what to do it. That means Pedro has two two G's. He's going to be pimp walking and grabbing his Johnson. Tell me, <laughs> yeah, buddy. No, easy. <laughs> Listen, I do that already, bro. Come on. I don't need I don't need a 2K week. I do that already. But I think I, I like what Red is doing over there. I think it's a it's a fun thing. I, I like the positive stuff. I, people are in there. They're vibing with. I just I, I thought it was an interesting thing. I'm glad she's bringing me in and inviting me in. I'm really humbled, you know. So I think it's just going to be fun. I think it will be interesting. Yeah. Will I, will I maybe make 1500? That's possible. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to kill myself to make 2K. I don't need to prove anything. I don't need two thousand dollars. But it is a goal of mine, and I'm going to do what I do my best to do that. If that means work a little extra, then it means work a little extra. So we'll see what the week is, but I think it'll be it'll be fun either way. So, mm-hmm. um, geezer, man, I appreciate this convo. Um, super happy that you came on and took the time out, Thank, man. Thanks for I inviting think, me, man. Yeah, man, I think you you blessed us with a lot of knowledge, a lot of game. Um, anybody that's watching the replay, um, if you got questions for geezer, put them in the comment section or just go to his channel. Okay, go to his channel, ask him some questions. I know he's real in- engaging over there. I see, I see what he's got going on. Go check him out. Um, he's an OG in this space, and uh, I want you guys to go check him out, show him some love. So, Geezer, appreciate it, man. We'll have to do this again sometime, man. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome, man. Thank you. All right, Geezer, what a good combo. That's uh, that's one of the be- better combos I think we've had on the show because we were talking. You know, he's spitting some game, sharing numbers, talking about how he uses the apps his forward thinking with the cargo van. I think it's amazing. So um, that went a lot longer than I thought, but it needed to be long. So I think, I think that was appropriate. Appreciate everybody that's been watching. Shout out to the 316. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I still, I see rolling with reds in here. Real talk with Roy. Who's hating? <laughs> what do you say? Who's hating? Red, tell us. Uh, what up, Nomadic Giggy Kamau? How you doing? Dad Dash, what's up, man? Maserati Sedan, what's up? Yeah, great conversation. Um, I, and, and what I like is, he obviously works the apps a lot differently than I do. The main reason in what I learned tonight was he has a lot of other apps too. And he he looks at DoorDash as very different than me. We're both in a diamond zone, but he's looking at average order delivered basically per delivery, right? And I think he said his was 50, no, 20, 15 or 20 bucks. And mine's 11, so big difference. But I take a lot more orders on DoorDash than he does, obviously. And I also only use one other app, so... But what's great is I bet if we were both went out and we worked eight hours, we're probably going to make about the same, but we're doing it differently. Right. And I, but I think that's great. You know, he has a way of working the apps that work for him. I have a way that has been working for me. And I think the whole point of what I'm trying to do in 2023 is show you guys. And he's just doing the same thing, showing you guys actual numbers like, hey, this is what I this is what the app is showing me. This is what I'm taking. This is what's good. This is what's bad. Right. Versus having a channel that is just, I think DoorDash is trash. I think they're doing this. I think that. I think, I think, I think, I think. Let me just show you guys, right? Um, I'm super excited about this upcoming week. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I know I'm going to be frustrated. I know I'm going to have long days. I know I'm going to be tired. But it's six days. 
come on, guys. I, I used to run restaurants. Like I, I've worked harder weeks than what I'm about to do. So I'm just super excited about it. And I think it's going to be fun. And I'm not looking to win. Like, you know, I put the 2K goal because that's 2K. If Red makes 2100, she wins. But if I made 2K, I'm still happy because I hit my goal. So that's just the benchmark. And I've got it planned out each day. And I'm going to get started in just a few hours. So it's going to be an exciting thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I'm going to pop in on her lives and check in sometimes. And pretty much a few times each day is what my plan is. So um, appreciate y'all. Really happy to see Uber GPZ in here tonight. Big fan of his channel. Please go check him out. Somebody drop a link to Uber GPZ's channel. Drop a link to the Gig Geezer. You guys go check out these gentlemen. These are true G's in this space, man. I mean, uh, you know, I look up, you know, Uber GPZ, man. He, he calls it how he sees it. He's super inspiring, motivating. He used to live out in St. Louis. He's from St. Louis. So he's a true hustler, true businessman. I love it, man. I love everything, everything about these guys. So, um, I think that's the show. I, you know, I thought about opening up the lines. You know, I usually open up the stream yard. I don't think I'm going to do that this week. I think that's going to be the show because I want to leave it on that note. I feel like we had a great conversation with Geezer. You guys have been great in the chat. I'm going to replay. I'm going to try to rewatch some of it and see what you guys had going on in there. Um, consider subscribing. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. I got a long week ahead of me. Um, and for those of you that missed it, I did announce me and uh, Madison are expecting baby number two. So this year has started off. I, I could not have scripted this any better. 2023. Everything is aligning for me. I'm, I'm really focused. I'm working hard. I'm thinking I'm collaborating with the right people. I'm giving the right people my energy. My family life is good. My balance is good. The YouTube stuff is we've had a fantastic start to the year on YouTube. I mean, it's just I'm feeling super grateful right now. I'm feeling really strong. I'm feeling really good. Like this year is going to be 2022 is one of the best years of my life. And I feel like 2023 is going to, I'm going to say that this time next year. And I believe it's because of my mindset. I believe it's because of how I looked at the year, how I'm planning my year. And the reason I do daily content is to show you guys what can be done in a gig economy, what could be done on YouTube, what could be done when you surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and don't give your energy to people that aren't. And I don't feel like that is um, a coincidence. Selling gig. Appreciate you, brother. What's he got? What's he saying? Congrats on the new fan. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Appreciate you, Selling Gig. Thank you very, very, very much. But listen, mindset. You know, what you can do when you have a mindset and when you adapt, when things don't go your way, that is life. How you attack things and how you respond to things when they happen. Do you fold or do you get up? And 2023 has been fantastic. We're going to keep doing that. I'm going to get some Z's because I got to compete in this gig wars. I got to go make $400 today. Cause well, it's almost midnight or it's 11. So I got to make 400 bucks on Monday and I, I got to do that. So shout out to all the people that are doing the gig war. Shout out to all of y'all shout out to gig geezer. Please go check them out. What I want you to do is watch a couple videos. If you like what you see, hit the subscribe button for gig geezer. All right. You guys are fantastic. Um, I will be also filming daily content while I do these gig wars. So check out my video upload. that will come tomorrow. I did upload a video a couple of hours ago about the new DoorDash verification process. It's a quick eight minute video. Go check that one out. Let me know what you think in the comments below. You guys are fantastic. If you're around somebody right now that you love, give them a hug. Tell them that you love him. Keep the positivity flowing. I, this, this, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be in a better mood. See you guys tomorrow.